0: You're listening to Northwest Missouri State Basketball on Northwest Student Radio, KZLX 106.7 VX. And welcome
1: into Bearcat Arena here on the campus of Northwest Missouri State University. Austin Norton and Noah Cooper here with you for another edition of Bearcat Women's Basketball here on the X106. Today, Northwest Missouri State set to take on the number 10 team in the country. No easy games here in the MIAA, and this is certainly one of those cases as the Tigers of Fort Hays State out of Hays, Kansas, travel to Northwest Missouri to take on the Bearcats. Noah Cooper, a really good game, a really good team that the Austin Meyer and his Bearcats are facing today. A team in Northwest Missouri State who's been banged up all season. I mean, you look to the start of the season, no Mallory McCaukey. She's back for the second semester of action. Um, But then as soon as she starts to become healthy, there goes your leading scorer in Kendi Eaton. You lose Kylie Coleman for a couple of games. This is a team who hasn't been 100%. But boy, they can compete in every game.
2: Yeah, it's been really impressive from uh, the Northwest women's team this season to watch what they've gone through throughout this year with the injuries like you mentioned. But still, already this early in the season, they already have more wins than they did last year. Hovering, Hovering around 500 right now. They have a real chance to get things going here in the second half of the season. And what better of a game to get things going would be to get a win against the number 10 team in the country.
1: And both of these teams are looking for a win. A shocking upset on Thursday is... The what was the 15 and 2 Tigers traveled just south to St. Joe to take on the Griffins of Missouri Western and they lost in that contest and after a what was a 10 game winning streak at the time they now fall to 15 and 3 on a season still pretty solid in the MIAA and in Northwest Missouri State here on Thursday night fell to the number three team in the MIAA not ranked but number 15 and three as well The Nebraska Kearney Lopers they fell in that contest here on X106 so both teams looking for a win and Noah in a game like this for Fort Hayes let's start with the Tigers you're traveling two back-to-back road games you just fell on the road What are some adjustments? You talked about it. We look at the head coach for Tony Hobson off the broadcast. You talked about it a little bit before we got started. The team kind of struggles on the road.
2: Yeah, Fort stay State all-time. Their head coach is 160 and 20 at home. But on the road, they're hovering right around 500. Unbelievable. So it really comes as almost no surprise that they lost that game to Missouri Western. It seemed that they probably should have beaten and maybe would have beaten if they were at home. However, they were on the road. Their coach throughout his history obviously struggles on the road. We'll see if that transitions into this game tonight.
1: Yeah, and so we look at it now for Northwest, trying to defend your home court. You're a little banged up. What are some keys in order to try and defeat a team who puts up 77 points a game? They hold their opponents to just 55 but when you look at Austin Meyer, what he's done to this team, it's been very defensive oriented.
2: Exactly. So far, Austin Meyer this season right now, and even in his career, actually, he is undefeated when he holds his team under 50 points. I know you said this team averages 77 points a game, but they do seem to struggle on the road. Three and four at the road this season. If Northwest holds down home court, you know, sticks to Austin Meyer's you know, defensive scheme, holds this team under 50 points, I see a really good chance of them winning. But it's going to be something very very difficult to do.
1: Very much. Northwest is ranked number 21 in the country in scoring defense by holding their opponents to just 56 points a game and when you look at it for Fort Hayes State this is it's going to be that that side is Fort Hayes offense versus Northwest defense because four different players for the Lady Tigers today score in double figures. It's going to be a tough contest throughout as you look at it for Fort Hayes State and you look at kind of the MIAA standings, they're sitting up there right at the top with teams like UCM, number one in the MIAA, Nebraska Kearney, obviously a team that Northwest just saw here 48 hours ago. There are no easy games in the MIAA, Noah. How do you try and take it one game at a time? Because I know you can say that all you want. Yeah, we take it one game at a time. We prepare one game at a time. How do you truly mean it, and how do you implement it into your team?
2: Yeah, you know, that's something very hard to do, especially in the MIWA this season, you know, with the girls. Northwest faced a very, very tough Nebraska Kearney team, and then when you turn things around and you look at this Fort Hayes women's basketball team, they're going to go and play Nebraska Kearney in their next game. So... Northwest I think one of the, the biggest keys to them possibly winning this game might be Fort Hays take literally taking it one game at a time. You don't want to be looking ahead and thinking as a Fort Hays roster like, you know, we can easily beat this Northwest team. They're 8 and 9 on the season and then we can worry about, you know, we're going to put all our focus into Nebraska Kearney. It's very important for a Fort Hays to put their focus here on Northwest and not be looking ahead to that tough game next week.
1: 6.30 to go here before tip-off at Bearcat Arena. Number 10, the Tigers of Fort Hayes State here and the campus of Northwest Missouri State taking on your 8 and 9 Lady Bearcats. Austin awesome. Norton, Noah Cooper, we will be back. We'll take a break. When we come back we'll look at some key players to look out for and then we'll take another break and we'll come back. Starting lineup and then we got tip-off. A great matchup here tonight. Bearcat Arena starting to fill up already despite the snow, despite the weather. We're going to have a good crowd here today. Stay tuned on X106. Join us here on X106 for live broadcasts of Northwest Missouri State Bearcat home games. In the fall, catch Bearcat football and volleyball matchups. In the winter, tune in for Bearcat men's and women's basketball home games. And in the spring, turn your dial to KZLX for Bearcat baseball.
3: Every season, live home games from the sports crew at X106 Sports. Are you missing basketball season? Well, coming up this winter, your defending national champion men's basketball team and women's basketball team are back in action. You can catch every home game live on KZLX or listen live on the TuneIn app to keep up with the action. Make sure to follow us at X106 underscore sports for any updates throughout the semester before the season tips off at Bearcat Arena.
4: Rose, Rose trying to get open, fires away. It's over. The Bulls win.
2: It's the Thunder. What's good, Maryville? It's Noah Cooper. Don't forget to check out Dropping Dimes on KZLX from 4 to 6 every single Thursday. And also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter
5: at Dropping underscore Dimes 1. It's your boy, Perry Randall III. We talk about all things in the NBA, from the players that begin buckets to the players that need to sit on the bench. So stay tuned.
6: Hello? Hi, Day-to-Day Picks. I need your help. Will the Chiefs win the AFC West for a fourth straight year? Will the Cowboys be relevant again? Who do I need to make sure I keep my eye on for fantasy
5: football? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down there. Sam Steinmeier, Brady Archer, and I will answer all of this and more Thursday from 2 to 4 on Day-to-Day Picks. Hosted by Andrew Botlinick, Only on (laughs) X106.
7: Off of turn number four, two drivers run door-to-door, beating and banging, racing to get to the checkered flag. said now it's Monday, and you've missed it. Every Monday, from three to four, Jacob Blair and Trevor Mater will get you up to speed on everything in the racing world. Race analysis, results, current driver standings, and the biggest storylines in the world of NASCAR and IndyCar. Listen live on the TuneIn app. Every Monday, three to four, on X106.
8: If you like the X-106 sports team, make sure to check out our podcast and Cat Athletic Sports Updates. You can find those on iTunes, Spotify, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, and other podcast outlets. Even if you missed us live, we will always be there one click away in your pocket or on your laptop. X-106 Sports.
1: It's always a battle in the MIAA. So keep it locked right here on KZLX and don't miss the exciting action. Bearcat basketball on X106. Awesomey e. Norton, Noah Cooper here with you from Bearcat Arena on X106 for another edition of Bearcat Women's Basketball. Today, Northwest Missouri State taking on the number 10 team in the country, the Tigers from 4A State. Both teams coming off of losses on Thursday night. Looking to bounce back. And so, Noah, I'll start for you first for the Tigers, the visiting Tigers. Who's a player that should and probably will make an impact in today's ballgame?
2: Well, you know, that's a good question, Austin. I, I, think, I think one of the biggest keys for this game for the Tigers is Belle Barbary, who is an honorable mention player in the MIAA last season. She's had an outstanding year this season, averaging 11 points, 9 rebounds a game. I think she's one of the biggest keys for Northwest to lock down early.
1: Yeah, and then we look at it for Northwest today. A key player to make an impact, Mallory McConkie, getting back into the starting lineup. She's kind of been playing some restricted minutes, coming back from injury, and boy, has she been productive in those minutes. Um, throughout the season she's only played half the season and she's already averaging double figures she's in the starting lineup but surprisingly no Jalen Haggard in the starting lineup today it will be Kylie Coleman instead so Mali McConkey looked to make for her to make a significant impact for the Bearcats and then for Fort Hay State we know they struggle on the road in a tough environment today like Bearcat Arena especially when you get to the later parts of the game that's when this arena really starts to fill up in order for the number two team in the nation, the men's basketball team at Northwest. That's when the arena really starts to fill up, gets on this women's basketball team. So... How do you kind of stay focused and what are some keys today for the Tigers?
2: I think some of the biggest keys, well I think some of the biggest keys for Northwest specifically to, All hold, right. to hold down the Tigers are to get their forwards going out there. You look at someone like Jana Green only averaging about four points a game but playing 20 minutes. I know she's one of the leaders on defense for Northwest but if she gets a little more scoring that could really help Northwest as well as a couple more forwards here in Peyton Rao and Mia Stillman. All three of those players average around 20 points a game but only average around four points a game so one of the keys is for those those three forwards to not only continue their outstanding defense but to maybe put up some more buckets as well to really help northwest and and not only you know you know jalen haggard being out but um you know also all the other injuries that northwest has dealt with
1: we have a great game coming up and we will take a quick break when we come back starting lineups and tip off here from bearcat arena you're listening to bearcat women's basketball on x106
3: The smell of popcorn, the sound of the band playing, and the crunch of pads at your alma mater. There's nothing like it. From the powerhouse of Alabama to playing in Death Valley against LSU, we have it all here on Tuesday Takeover from 4 to 6 p.m. every Tuesday. Join your host, Austin McNorton, and me, Nolan Brooks, for your weekly update on the world of college football right here on KZLX LP Maryville.
1: Baseball fans, spring is slowly but surely approaching, which means it's time to tune into your Bearcat baseball team right here on the X 106. Tune into Northwest Missouri State Baseball as they look to head it back into MIAA Championship contention. Bearcat Baseball right here
4: on the X 106. Do you like sports? No, I mean, do you really like sports? and Friday Take has you covered your one-stop shop for everything sports from Bearcat events to the professionals it will surely be a home run every Friday from noon to 1 with host Austin Hall and co-host Brandon Starlin only on KZLX 106.7 VX Finds Rose Rose trying to get open fires away
2: up Maryville. It's Noah Cooper. Don't forget to check out Dropping Dimes on KCLX from 4 to 6 every single Thursday. And also,
5: don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Dropping underscore Dimes 1. It's your boy Perry Randall III. We talk about all things in the NBA from the players that begin buckets to the players that need to sit on the bench. So stay tuned.
1: It's always a battle in the MIAA, so keep it locked right here on KZLX and don't miss the exciting action. Bearcat Basketball on X106. Welcome back to Bearcat Arena here on X 106 for Bearcat Women's Basketball, the number 10 team in the nation, the Fort Hayes State Tigers coming today. Noah, who are you starting for the Lady Tigers?
2: Well, for Fort Hayes, we're starting three guards and two forwards out here. First up, a senior guard, 5'11, Taylor Rolfs from Calphalon, Kansas. Also, a junior 5'8 guard from Alva, Oklahoma, Jalen Hobbs. Followed by a six foot senior from Olathe, Kansas, Casey Kinnett. And a six foot senior from Albaline, Kansas, Bell Barbieri, and Whitney Randall, a 5'11 junior from Alva, Oklahoma.
1: And today, big news, Jalen Haggard not in the starting lineup for the Bearcats. Instead, it's Kylie Coleman, the junior out of Iowa, Erica Schlosser, Mallory McConkie getting in the starting lineup today for the first time this season, Peyton Rao and Mia Stillman. You're looking at it for Fort Hayes State in that starting lineup. Transfer from Oklahoma State where she averaged five points in, in Jaden Hobbs. Taylor Roll, she averaged seven points last season. Of course, you said Casey Connette. She was second team all in last season. She puts up 12 points per contest. She'll be a big player to watch out for. Belle Barbieri a, from Abilene, Kansas. Honorable mention last season. Yep. And then, of course, Whitney Randall. A lot of size there, and you can already see it out there on the court for old Fort Hayes State. The Tigers come into today, again, 15-3, and three, the number 10 team in the nation. Northwest, 8-9 and nine here at the home eight and nine on the season. For a state coming out in their all black uniforms with a white stripe down the side and white numbers with a gold trim, Northwest all white uniforms, green stripe down the side, green numbers and a green Northwest across the chest. The Bearcats will be going left to right on your radio dial to start out. For a state right to left, 10 minutes up on the first quarter and tip off is underway and it will be controlled by the tigers on the first possession over to Jaden hobbs the transfer from oklahoma state university power 5 d1 the point guard today for the tigers now down low on the right block is randall she kicks it back out to Hobbs at the top of the key. Guarded tightly by Erica Schlosser. Takes the screen and a beautiful pick and roll that time from Hobbs. She gets it to Belle Barbieri. Noah, you said she'll make an impact. And already on the first possession, she has a right-hand layup to go. Now on the top of the key is Schlosser for the Bearcats' first possession. Trailing 2-0 to zero here with 9.24 to go in the first quarter. McConkie strikes it straight to the cup. Right-hand layup goes off the other side of the backboard, and it's rebounded by Barbieri. I like
2: that aggressiveness by Northwest Early to get it down inside.
1: That is what Mallory McConkie has been doing all season. She's not afraid of any size down in the paint. And on the other end, a miss this time from Jaden Hobbs on the left elbow is no good. Rebound goes to Kylie Coleman for the Bearcats. Again, Jalen Haggard not in the starting lineup today. For Northwest, a pass down low goes to Rao, and she gets the left hand late to go. tie ball game, beautiful pass that time from Slosher down to Rao, and we're all tied up at two. So far, no
2: Jalen Haggard, no problem, as Northwest already has this one tied up here early. 8.44
1: to go here in the first quarter. Here's Rolfs on the right wing. Now at the free throw line is Barbieri. She'll shoot, it rims out, but the offensive rebound goes to the Tigers. Now a three fired on the right wing is good. What a shot that time from Casey Tennant, the uh, six foot senior out of Olathe, Kansas. She buries that three from the right wing to put the Tigers back up three. Slosher now at the to top of the key, takes the screen from McConkey. Now McConkey takes it on the right elbow. She's looking to go left, can't go anywhere. Kicks it out to Stillman who would drive across the paint. Stillman a nice back move. Kicks it back out to Slosher at the top of the heat. She thought about a three. Now a beautiful backdoor cut from Kylie Coleman
4: in the layup.
2: What a cut. She snuck right past her defender there. Got an easy layup. No contest
1: there at all. And the Bearcats are looking good so far. Northwest attacking the rim early. Not settling for threes. And it's 5-4. Fort Hayes State with 7.50 to go here in the first quarter. Here is Rolfs. Now Kennen out on the left wing. A step back move. Kicks it back out to Rolls at the top of the key. Rolls thought about a step back three. Now over to Hobbs on the right wing. Hobbs takes it to the bucket baseline. Nowhere to go. Bearcast playing really tough defense. Three on the way at the buzzers. No good. A fight for the rebound is won by Kylie Coleman in Northwest.
2: And what we say before the game, Austin, defense is going to be the biggest key in this one for Northwest to keep it close.
1: Bearcast push it up the floor early, but it elects to kick it back. Where Kylie Coleman will shoot a contested three early in the shot clock. Doesn't hit anything. And it will be Tiger basketball and a couple of substitutions being made.
2: And Austin, I'm not a big fan of that shot. You know, still with 22 seconds left on the shot clock, they've been pushing it inside and having a lot of good luck there. I'm surprised they took that transition three-pointer, but um, we'll see how Northwest can adjust on defense.
1: 7.09 to go here in the first quarter. Tigers lead the Bearcats 5-4. to And now a foul will be called as Mia Stillman, or correction, that's Janie Green who just checked into the ballgame, Ran over Belle Barbieri on the screen, didn't see her at all, and just ran her over like a defensive lineman trying to sack a quarterback. Here is Kinnett at the top of the key, guarded by Jana Green. Now over to Rolf. She thought about a three on the left wing, guarded really tightly by Mallory McConkie. Bearcats playing really good team defense right now. A step back three from Kinnett to no good, and that's a great defensive possession there for Northwest, forcing a tough step back three and coleman comes down with the rebound here's haggard who just checked into the ball game she takes it to the right elbow kicks over to jana green who'll go baseline green trying to create a post move cannot over to coleman she's left alone in the left corner three buried kylie coleman gives the bearcats their first lead of the ball game they're up seven to five with 620 to go in the first quarter now the tigers really slowing down the tempo of this game now it's Barbieri on the free throw line, guarded tightly by Peyton Row, and she'll turn it over. Here comes Mallory McConkey up to Coleman. A three on the way. Good. Kylie Coleman back to back three. Timeout for Hayes State. The Bearcats are up ten to five here early. What a back to back possessions from Kylie Coleman, the junior out of Waukee, Iowa, and Waukee High School hits back to back threes in the Bearcats lead 10 to 5 with 6.01 to go. You're listening to Bearcat Women's Basketball on X106.
6: Hello? Hi, Day-to-Day Picks, I need your help. Will the Chiefs win the AFC West for a fourth straight year? Will the Cowboys be relevant again? Who do I need to make sure I keep my eye on for fantasy football? Whoa, whoa, whoa,
5: slow down there. Sam Steinmeier, Brady Archer, and I will answer all of this and more Thursday from 2 to 4 on Day-to-Day Picks, hosted by Andrew Botwinick, only on X106.
0: KZLX, the place for all Maryville spoofhound football home games, live from the Hound Pound. Catch the five time state champs in action, plus pre and post game here on X106. It's always a battle in the MIAA, so keep it locked right here
1: on KZLX and don't miss the exciting action. Bearcat Basketball on X106. Welcome back to Bearcat Arena here on X106. Austin McNorton, Noah Cooper here with you as the Bearcats jump out to a 10-5 lead here with 6:01 to go in the first quarter. Noah, what are we seeing from Northwest so I far? I love
2: what Northwest is doing right now. They're playing with pace. They're playing great in transition. They're playing great inside-out basketball, going down low, spreading the floor, and getting a lot of wide-open three-pointers to fall.
1: Hobbs trying to create some momentum for the Tigers. Takes it at the top of the key. She'll drive all the way to the right block. Spins around Jalen Haggard. That's just a really tough play from Jaden Hobbs. Jalen Haggard could not have played better defense, just better offense. Coleman, who hit back-to-back threes, takes it at the top of the key, swings it over to McConkey on the right wing. McConkie, still driving to paint. Back out to Coleman, who stops at the free-throw line, back over to McConkey on the left wing. A little two-man action between McConkey and Coleman right now. McConkey now takes it into the right block. She'll go right at the defender, has it stripped away. Coleman there, collects the loose ball, and she has eight on the left-hand layup. Coleman is
2: everywhere in this game you know she's she's just picking up every loose ball getting everything to fall for Northwest and she's been a big key for Northwest to get out to this early lead.
1: Bearcats back up by five Hobbs trying to get to that right block again but she'll be hand-checked before getting there you can tell right now Hobbs is just using her physicality the 5 foot 8 junior the transfer from Oklahoma State University trying to get something going for her number 10 team in the nation Sideline inbounds for Fort his State. They get it in to Randall. Randall now stops at the right elbow, kicks it back out to Rolf at the top of the key. Nearly traveled, but gets it back over to. It looks like that's Casper who just checked into the game, and Casper will drive and one. What a shot that time is! She caught it on the left wing, drove all the way to the bucket, and she gets it to go. That was actually Whitney Randall on that and one. The the hair from Whitney Randall kind of covers her number up. You can't tell if it's a 35 or a 32. And so Whitney Randall has a chance of the old-fashioned three-point play. She can't convert, so the Bearcats still lead this one 12 to 9 with 4:50 to go here in the first quarter. McCaughy on the left wing. She'll drive right to the bucket, stops looking for something. Now a fadeaway jumper doesn't hit anything and the rebound goes to Kennett for the Tigers. Here now on the left wing is Mitty. Now Hobbs, guarded again by Jalen Haggard and she will be fouled again and that's that's troublesome for Austin Myers. That's two now on Jalen Haggard and you look to see maybe if she'll check out of the ball game and I believe she will. Two personal fouls already in the first quarter. She might be sitting for a little bit. And
2: she picked those up pretty quickly, too, because if you remember, she didn't start at the beginning of this game. She didn't come in until about two minutes were off the clock. So, you know, only being on the court for three, four minutes now, and she's already picked up two quick fouls. Inbounds
1: goes to Kennett on the left wing, guarded by Kylie Coleman. Kennett takes the screen from Barbiera all the way to the cup around Peyton Rao and gets the right-hand layup to go. Right now, the ball screens are working effectively for Fort 488 State around the top of the key, resulting in wide-open layups. Erica Slosher now on the right wing. Up to Mia Stillman, and a foul away from the ball will be called against the Tigers. That one goes against Jaden Hobbs, her first personal. The second team foul for the Tigers here in the first quarter. So the Bearcats will retain possession underneath their own basket with Erica Schlosser setting up the inbounds play. Can't get it in, and it'll be a five-second call. That is just a mental miscommunication right there for Northwest. Got to be able to get the inbounds play.
2: It is. I thought it looked like Schlosser almost called for the timeout before she got the five seconds, but, you know, whatever the ref calls goes, so it's going to be back to Fort Hayes State basketball. An
1: unfortunate turnover that time for Northwest gives the ball right back to the Tigers with a chance to take the lead. Barbieri thought about a three, kicks it over to Rolfs who would drive baseline, has it swatted away by McConkie. And a fight for the loose ball. Looks like a foul will be called against Northwest. And wow, that's already five team fouls against the Bearcats here in this first quarter. And that's the second personal against Kylie Coleman. So two against Haggard, two against Coleman. And that'll send Casey Kennett to the free throw line.
2: And Austin Meyer is going to leave Coleman in this game right now. You you would think it would be kind of hard to take her out. She's already above her season average for points per game, already with 10 out of the Bearcats' first 12 points in this one.
1: And the two free throws are good by Kennett to put the Tigers right back up. It was 12-7, now it's 13-12, Fort Hayes State on a bit of a 6-0 run. Here comes Slosher, taking it across the timeline, left to right, to set up the offense for the Bearcats on the left wing. Gets it up top to McConkie on the free throw line. She wanted to shoot. Had Stillman open for a minute down low, couldn't find her. Now Stillman on the baseline is doubled. McConkie thought about it three, steps in, kicks out, back over to Coleman. Now McConkie at the top of the key. Seven on the shot clock, they'll force a shot. It hits off the side of the backboard from Erica Slosher, and off to the Tigers. Here comes Hobbs, pushing the tempo for the Tigers. A three on the way. No good that time from rolls but the offensive rebound is gathered by Barbieri. Bell Barbieri making a difference down there in the paint. Hobbs for three at the top of the key is buried. If you're Northwest, you got to box out. Right now, too many offensive rebounds for the Tigers resulting in second-champ points. And just like that, Fort Hayes is up four. Here comes Slosher on the left wing, takes a screen from Peyton Rao at the top of the key. Now over to Coleman, she'll fire a three just rims out. Fight for the rebound is off the hands of Peyton Rowell. So, Kylie Coleman, two for three on the day, two for four on the day now from behind the arc.
2: You know, one thing I love from Northwest so far on offense, even though they haven't scored here in the last couple minutes, they've really been pushing the play, pace, playing with urgency, and rotating the basketball quick passes. They're looking like the San Antonio Spurs out there, Austin.
1: 16-12 to 12 is our score here with 2.40 to go in the first quarter. A miss from Barbieri on the left elbow is gathered by McConkie. She'll go coast to coast with the right hand, and she'll be fouled. There's the aggressiveness. Like like I just got done saying,
2: the urgency is going to be key in this game. You probably don't want to slow the game down on a team like this. You want to play with urgency, play tight defense, and get to the bucket like McConkie just did there.
1: That foul goes against Madison Mitty for the uh, Tigers, the daughter of Kansas State women's basketball head coach Jeff Mitty out of Manhattan, Kansas, so playing in her junior season here for the Tigers. As Mallory McConkey makes the first free throw, second one on the way is good. That's what Mallory McConkie can bring. The number two free throw shooting team in the nation, Northwest, get to the free throw line. And Mallory McConkey is certainly one to bring up that urgency. hagger checks back into the ball game. She'll have to be careful for Northwest as she has two. As Tennant goes right around Ellie Horn and now she will go to the line. Bearcats are gonna be in some foul trouble here in this second quarter. As that is about the seventh team foul here just in this first quarter. As now, Kennett will go to the free throw line yet again for the two bonus free throws. And she can't hit the first as it's long.
2: For Northwest, this is something you just can't afford to get into a hole or early, especially foul trouble, to already be basically in the bonus
1: at this point so early in the first quarter. And Barbieri can't hit either free throw, so an opportunity for Northwest to tie or take the lead on this possession. 16-14, 2 to go here in the first quarter. Haggard looking for something, can't find anyone. Finally gets it over to Slosher on the right wing, back to Haggard. And now a three-second violation going against Peyton Rao for the Bearcats. Just some of these mental turnovers. We've seen a five-second call and now a three-second call for Northwest. When you're playing the number 10 team in the country at home, these are mistakes you just can't afford.
2: Something else has been big so far, I think, is offensive rebounds. Already be allowing three offensive rebounds early in this one. That's going to hurt Northwest.
1: Hobbs at the top of the key, takes a screen for Barbieri, goes all the way to the left block. Her shot's no good. A great fight for the rebound by Peyton Rao. And Mia and Jana Green underneath will be a foul going against Fort Hayes State, fighting for their another offensive rebound. So the Bearcats. Trail by two here. A chance to take the lead. Hagger takes it across the timeline, left to right. Up to Jana Green at the top of the key. Looking for McConkey on the backdoor cut. They get it to her. Back out tops to slosher on the left wing haggard to green she'll fire a three from the right wing man it looked good no good a fight for the rebound is won by ellie horn she fired it back up and it hit every part of the rim and fell out now here's rolf back up top to hobbs now down low and the ball is stolen away by mcconkey now here comes erica schloscher bearcats are playing really solid defense here at bearcat arena this afternoon Jana Green on the right wing, she'll drive baseline. Now doubled, looking to find somebody open and finally gets it over to Slosher. Left alone, she'll fire a three and it's right of target. And the 4A State Tigers come up with the possession. Good looks for Northwest, just can't get it to go. Rolf will fire a three, little early in the shot clock. Maybe an ill-advised shot that time and immediately Tony Hobson is frustrated. Schlosser takes the screen from Horn at the top of the key, now gets it over to Haggard, and she'll be fouled right in front of the Tiger bench, and Tony Hobbs talking to his team. He's frustrated. These are some of the struggles that he has seen here on the road this afternoon, er, throughout his team, throughout his coaching career. Schlosser now in front of the Tiger bench, set up the inbounds play, trying to find somebody, finally get it into Ellie Horn, at the right elbow, back out, top to slosher at the top of the key. There's about a 11-second difference between shot clock and game clock, and now a foul will be called underneath. That will send Mallory McConkie now to the free throw line, as now the Tigers are in the bonus. That's the fifth team foul against the Tigers and the second personal against Madison Mitty. Now Zoe Hayward will check into the ball game for the Bearcats. Shot clock turned off. Smart move that time from Austin Myers substituting out Jalen Haggard. Don't want her to get a, her third personal foul with just 25 seconds left here in this first quarter. Now multiple substitutions are being made. <laughs> now that thought that she was getting ready to shoot the free throw multiple times. Now <laughs> basically, <laughs> basically everyone with a foul that's on the court
2: is being subbed
1: off exactly. right now for the Bearcats. Exactly. So Mallory McConkey a chance to tie the ball game up here at the free throw line. She gets the first of two. Again, the number two free throw shooting team in the nation is Northwest. They are shooting 75% this season, and I just absolutely jinxed it. The announcers jinxed Austin. It is Austin. 100% on me, because Mallory McConkie can't hit the second of two. And so now, Kennett, for the... Tigers will slow it down and hold for one shot as now driving baseline and it's fumbled out of bounds. A big mistake that time for 4A State as a turnover going baseline will now head towards the Bearcats. And I
2: give a lot of that credit to Zoe Hayward right there. She was playing really tight defense, you know, trying to get that in the lane. It just wasn't happening. And Zoe played amazing defense, and she fumbled the ball out of bounds, like you said.
1: Sydney Bergman, the one to turn it over for the Tigers. And now the Bearcats have a chance with eight on the clock to hit a shot to take the lead before the end of the first quarter. Haggard gets it over to Schlosser. Schlosser trying to find something and just throws it away. Austin Meyer... Very confused, I think, as everyone is. There's, I mean, this arena is silent. No one really knew what happened. Not
2: really sure what she was planning on doing right there. I don't know if that was a shot or a pass. It only made it about halfway to the basket. I know she was about 30 feet out, but not quite sure what she was doing right there. Either way, you got to think, as for the Bearcats, Big win to be already up 15 to 16, to already be only
1: down 15 to 16 here early. A really great first quarter there for Northwest Missouri State. We're in for a great ball game, if this is to continue. Second quarter coming up on X106. It's time to dot the I in Ohio. It's time to war eagle. It's time to boomer sooner. And it's time to play like a champion today. It's time for Tuesday Takeover. Be sure to catch Nolan Brooks and your host, Austin McNorton, as they bring you all the latest news in the world of college football. Every Tuesday, 4 to 6, right here on KZLX 106.7, The X. Join us here on X-106 for live broadcasts of Northwest Missouri State Bearcat home games. In the fall, catch Bearcat football and volleyball matchups. In the winter, tune in for Bearcat men's and women's basketball home games. And in the spring, turn your dial to KZLX for Bearcat baseball. Every season, live home games from the sports crew at X-106 Sports. Well, what a first quarter it was here from Bearcat Arena on X one awesome hundred and six. Austin Norton, Noah Cooper here with you for Bearcat women's basketball. And Noah, that's kind of been a problem for Northwest this season. It has been that first quarter. So when we look at it, really solid against the number ten team in the country.
2: Yeah, something Andrew, um, our friend Andrew Baldwin, had just alluded to is Northwest struggles so much in that first quarter. And if they can get things going in that first quarter, it should be good news for the rest of the basketball game.
1: More often than not, throughout. The season for the Bearcats, they have play tremendously better than that second third and fourth quarter a lot of the times outscoring their opponents the problem is they get down by so much in the first quarter that it's not enough to come back
2: yeah you look at austin meyer this season and his bearcat squad when they're ahead at the half so far this year they're seven and one but when behind they've never won a game so it's really key that going into halftime they get a lot of momentum this
1: is a big quarter for northwest and here's haggard on the mist from hobbs Gets it over to Erica Schlosser on the right wing. Looking for a screen from Stillman, doesn't get it. Now over to McConkie in the left corner. McConkey driving baseline, and she is fouled before she was able to get it over to Stillman in the right corner. And that foul will go against Taylor Rolfs. That's her first personal in the team, the Tigers' first team foul of this second quarter. A lot of fouls from both teams, so that'll be a keynote in the second half of today's contest. Inbounds play goes to Stillman underneath and the right-hand layup is good. The Bearcats have the lead once again.
2: Keep telling you, Austin, it's so important for those forwards to really get going. We saw Kylie Coleman get going early in the first quarter. Jalen Haggard hasn't quite got there yet. Um, she spent a lot of time on the bench with foul trouble, but those forwards are going to be so key for the offensive output for Northwest.
1: Now at the top of the key is Kennon, and she has it stripped away, but it lands right into the hands of, it looked like, can't see her her number there it looks like yeah it is Whitney Randall i'm having a tough time between randall and bergman for the tigers as they're both blonde hair covers up their second number you can't tell if it's a 2 or a 5 or a 4
5: i see what you mean here austin she's got some incredibly long hair <laughs>
1: And her second free throw is good, so we're all tied up at 17, 906 to go here in the second quarter, as Slosher takes it across the timeline left to right to set the offense for the Bearcats. Slosher takes the screen from Peyton out the top of the key. Now over to Coleman in the right wing. McConkey, now at the top of the key, kicks it over to Haggard in the left corner three. It's long, and the rebound goes to the Tigers. Jorge State looking to push the tempo a little bit at the top of the key. Now over to Kennett. Now in the right corner is Hobbs. Hobbs driving baseline and has it blocked out of bounds. Oh, they're gonna say she stepped on the baseline before getting the pass swatted out of bounds. And the nil-advised play that time from Allison McFerrin for the Lady Tigers. She was driving baseline, and it was really good defense by Erica Schlosser. Coleman, who just checked into the ballgame for Northwest, gets it up to Peyton Routh at the top of the key. Schlosser now, a step-back three on the way is buried, and the Bearcats are up 320-17 with 8.14 to go.
2: And finally, they get another three to fall. Kylie Coleman hit those back-to-back threes early, and they've just struggled from the outside since then. But getting that one to go, we'll see if it gives the Bearcats some momentum.
1: Here's Kennett on the right wing. Looking to get something going, but Jaina Green is playing tremendous iso defense. Up top to Barbieri, just past the free throw line, inside the top of the key. Now over to McFerrin on the left wing. She'll take a screen. A step back three from McFerrin is short. A fight for the rebound is won by Slosher. She's doubled, and she'll call a timeout.
2: What a job right there for Northwest to force that long two. Just about a foot in front of the three-point line. Um, that's one of the worst shots you want to take in basketball. But as a defense, that's the number one shot you want teams to take as a contested long two. So, you know, what a job from the defense right there. Keeping this one close here in the second quarter. We'll see what happens here. at Seven minutes to go here in the in the first half.
1: Aircats lead the number 10 team in the nation. 20-17 to 17 with 7.45 to go here in the first half. You're listening to Bearcat Women's Basketball on X106.
3: Are you missing basketball season? Well, coming up this winter, your defending national champion men's basketball team and women's basketball team are back in action. You can catch every home game live on KZLX or listen live on the TuneIn app to keep up with the action. Make sure to follow us at X106 underscore sports for any updates throughout the semester before the season tips off at Faircat Arena.
0: KZLX, the place for all Maryville spoofhound football home games, live from the Hound Pound. Catch the five-time state champs in action, plus pre- and post-game here on X106.
1: Well, Noah, we've talked about the team defense for Northwest. It- they're able to hold their opponents to under 60 points a game. More often than not, they're winning. They're on their way to doing that here. Just 17 points for the number 10 team in the nation as Northwest leads the Tigers of Fort Hays State 20-17 with 7.45 to go here in the first half of action. Austin McNorton and Noah Cooper here with you as Austin Meyer looks to build on that lead here on this possession. Coleman on the left wing. Kicks it over to McConkie. Now Peyton Rowe. Bearcats swinging it around the perimeter quickly. Schlosser kicks it out to McConkie. She'll drive baseline. Back out to Schlosser who loses it momentarily. Back out, talk to Coleman. 10 on the shot clock for Northwest. Coleman looking for something. Gets it down low to Peyton Rowell. Left hand layup is good. My goodness, what a beautiful pass from Kylie Coleman. Loses it over the defense to Rowell, and she has an easy left hand layup to go.
2: Northwest has had a lot of success on those screens so far early, getting it down low. The Tigers just don't know how to switch
1: on that play. Northwest averages 12 assists per contest and they are having themselves a really successful day. It's now Peyton Rau gets herself a steal for Northwest. McConkey pushing the tempo for the Bearcats. Kylie Coleman will slow it down. Coleman takes a screen from Rau. Now over to Jana Green on the left wing. Green driving across the free throw line. Kicks out to McConkey. McConkey thought about a three. Looking to get it to somebody. Finally out to Erica Schlosser at the Bearcat logo. Schlosser takes a screen from Rau. Step back. Slosher over to Green. Green will drive to the bucket, left hand layup, no good. Rao with the offensive rebound, the putback no good. And finally Belle Barbieri comes up with the defensive rebound for the Tigers. Now Hobbs pushing the tempo for Fort Hay State. Barbieri's left alone, her mid-range jumper no good. And what a great defensive rebound that time from Jana Green underneath. Bearcats are playing really, really solid team defense here this afternoon forcing tough mid-range jumpers, not giving a lot of looks up inside thanks to Peyton Rao and Ellie Horn who just checked into the ball game. McConkie now dragging it across the timeline for the Bearcats left to right. Looking to take a screen from Jaina Green and does. Picks up her dribble, now gets it, tries to get it into Ellie Horn who's lost it momentarily, fights and corrals the ball on the floor. And that's always kind of been the number one rule that you learn from when you first pick up a basketball. First player to dive on the floor usually ends up with it. Nellie Horn did that time. Schlosser to set the inbounds in front of the Tiger bench. She gets it to Green and back to Schlosser. Schlosser on the right wing. Takes a screen. Now up top to Jalen Haggard on the left wing. Haggard. Bearcats just swinging around the perimeter momentarily, looking to get it into Ellie Horn, but can't. Here goes McConkey baseline, kicks it to Slosher, to Haggard, a three on the way, rims out off the backboard, but there's Ellie Horn. Offensive rebound, but then she has it stolen away by McFerrin. Here's McFerrin now at the top of the key. Now gets it over to Hobbs on the right wing, guarded by Haggard. Hobbs takes the screen and steps back at around the top of the key. Hobbs guarded by McConkey gets it into Barbieri and she gets it to go somehow. It looked like Jalen Haggard had the steal in her hand, but Barbieri took it away and laid it in. And then Haggard just fell over. <laughs> it was just a bang bang play. It looked like Haggard had the steal, but it ends up with a layup for the Tigers. Twenty-two to nineteen with five minutes to go here in the first half. McConkey in the left corner thought about a three. She'll drive into the paint and now steps back out to the free throw line. McConkey still has the ball. Now tries to get it to Jayna Green and has it stolen away.
2: That was just a little miscommunication there. McConkey just didn't cut to the roll to the basket on that uh, layup there. And now a
1: quick three from Jaden Hobbs is short. Not the shot that time that Tony Hobson wanted on the other end to try and tie the game. Here's McConkey. She'll fire a three and rattles it in. Mallory McConkey from the left corner puts the Bearcats up six. Tied for their largest lead of the ball game, 25-19, and Bearcat Arena is letting their team hear it. 4.15 to go here in the first half. Hobbs takes the screen at the top of the key. Now down to Barbieri at the free throw line. She'll shoot it. It's short. A fight for the rebound is gathered by Erica Schlosser. Bearcats allowing Barbieri to shoot those tough mid-ranges. She hasn't gotten them to go. Here's Jana Green driving baseline. Over to Ellie Horn, now Schlosser. McConkey in the left corner. And a three seconds will be called on Ellie Horn underneath. In Northwest, Couple substitutions being na- made now for Northwest. 3.52 to go here in the first half as Northwest leads 25 to 19 over the number 10 team in the country. A team in Fort Hay State who has struggled on the road this season. Got themselves here in a hole early. Jaden Hobbs at the top of the screen looking to take a screen for Barbieri and does. But there's Haggard playing tremendous defense. Back to Barbieri. Over to for Mid-range jumper off the glass is good. Good shot that time from Taylor Rolfs who kisses it off the left corner of the glass. Gets it to go. And it's back to a four-point game for Northwest. Slosher at the top of the key, guarded tightly. Gets it over to Haggard on the left wing, looking for Peyton Rowe underneath, can't find her. Now McConkey on the right wing. McConkie takes a couple of dribbles, now drives into the left block. A turnaround jumper is good. My goodness, what a tough shot, shot that time. Kobe Bryant-esque right there Absolutely. from Mallory McConkie. A fadeaway jumper from McConkey gets the Bearcats just like that. Back up six with three minutes to go, 27-21. Hobbs takes a screen, but will be called for the blocking foul is Jalen Haggard. That's a big one. That's three on and Haggard. And that's a
2: questionable call, too, because it almost looked like she had her with the shoulder check. But um, they are going to give it to McConkey, and McConkey will, or excuse me, to uh, Haggard. And it looks like Haggard more than likely will sit for the rest of the half.
1: Austin Meyer, very displeased with that call. He wanted a charge as he thought that Hobbs extended her arm a little bit. Here's Kennan at the top of the key. Takes the screen for Barbieri. Goes all the way to the right block. No good. But there's Bell Barbieri for the offensive rebound. Hobbs over to Kennan at the top of the key. Kennett takes a step back. Guarded tightly by McConkie. will to fire up a shot from half court. And it doesn't hit anything. Tremendous team defense from Northwest here in this first half.
2: Anytime you force a team to take a contested shot from basically the logo, <laughs> you know that you're playing pretty good Absolutely. team defense.
1: Bearcats lead 27-21 with 2.30 to go here in the second quarter. Slosher, she thought about a three from the top of the key, now gets it over to Mia Stillman. McConkey at the top of the key, drives through with her right hand to the right block, looking for that turnaround jumper perhaps. Now finds Peyton Rau. Rao in mid-range, got it to go from the right short corner. And the Bearcats have their largest lead of the game, 29-21. Now here's Jaden Hobbs looking to... Tony Hobson for the play. She gets it and now starts on the left wing. Handoff goes to Taylor Rolfs who drives to the right block and her right hand layup is good. She went right around Mia Stillman and the size from Stillman did not affect the shot. And that's a tough layup that she got to go. Now Schlosser with 1.45 to go here in the second quarter. At the top of the key takes a screen from Peyton Rao. Now Schlosser trying to find something to skip past the Stillman. Now to McConkey. McConkey drives in, shot, up, no good, and a foul will be called. Where? I
2: think it's a, I think it's a moving screen off ball. That's the only thing I can think wow. of. I, I didn't see it personally.
1: Uh, they're going to call a screen on Peyton Rao for an illegal screen apparently being set mis- mysteriously, says Austin Meyer, very upset. And now, Zoe Hayward will check into the ball game for the Bearcats, a minute 33 to go here in the second quarter. Bearcats lead 29 to 23. Here's Kennett goes right around McConkie. Her mid-range jumper's no good, but the offensive rebound is gathered by Belle Barbieri, but she'll travel, great defense that time underneath from Peyton Rao. Peyton Rao forced the travel, is on the pump fake. Barbieri thought she would get Rao in the air, did not, and dragged her back pivot foot. Slosher takes it across the timeline, left to right, for the Bearcats. And now Slosher will be called. And she gets fouled as she was driving with her left hand. And that might be one of those classic makeup calls right there. There wasn't much contact there whatsoever, but they call a hand check. I, th- I think
2: you might be right there, Austin.
1: Now the inbounds goes to Mia Stillman, now to Slosher at around the Bearcat logo. Slosher takes the screen from Rao. She'll go all the way to the left block and now pulls it back out. Stillman in the right wing. Back up top to McConkey at the top of the key. In on the shot clock for the Bearcats. McConkey gets it over to Zoe Hayward. And another three seconds will be called on Northwest. That is their third time here in this first half. They've been called for a three seconds. You've just got to be mentally aware. 57 seconds here in the second quarter. The Bearcats still holding a six-point advantage over the number 10 team in the country. Here on the right wing. Right to the bucket, and a block underneath. What great defense that time. Looked like it was Ellie Horn with the swat. So the Tigers will retain possession with 18 on the shot clock, 45 on the game clock. The inbounds goes to Kinnett, and her three is blocked by McConkey. Here comes Zoe Hayward, kicks it up to McConkie. A one-on-three disadvantage, I guess you could say, for Northwest. And McConkey wisely pulls it out. There's about a 12 second difference between shot clock and game clock. So Zoe Hayward over to Schlosser on the right wing, back up top to Hayward. Now McConkey in the left corner. McConkey, she'll drive. Hayward will fire a three from the top of the key and it rims out. So now the Tigers have the opportunity to hold for one shot here with 12 on the clock. Trailing by six, Kinnett is fouled at the top of the key. And that hurts. That's the fifth team foul against Northwest. So that will send Casey Kennett to the free throw line for two. An unfortunate play there for the Bearcats as Mia Stillman looks to be called for the foul at the top of the key on Casey Kennett which will send her to the free throw line for two and a chance to cut this lead down to four at the least with nine seconds to go here in the second quarter of action. as Tennant makes the first of two. And the second one is on the way and rattles in off the front of the rim, the backboard and falls in. And now Schlosser holding for one shot here for Northwest. Around the logo, Schlosser takes it. McConkey at the top of the key, a three on the way. Got it, Mallory McConkey. Buzzer beating three is good! And the Bearcats, Going to the halftime locker room, leading. They'll look at it to fully make sure, but it looks like they'll be going to the locker room with a seven-point advantage. Oh, yeah,
2: it was good, Austin, for sure. And what a way for Northwest to give to bring some momentum into the half against the number 10 team in the nation, up by seven, nearly their largest lead of the game. That's got to be um you know pretty inspirational moving into halftime. Noah, you
1: talked about it. When this team has an advantage, when they have a lead at the half, they're seven and one, correct?
2: They're seven and one on the season. Zero oh and eight when they're down by the half. So throw that stout out the window. Only thing we got to worry about right now is seven and one. Obviously, this uh, Fort Hayes State Tigers team has not played well on the road this season. They're under 500, even though they're 15 and three as a team. They haven't lost at home. All of their losses have came on the road. What a big play for Northwest right here to bring it to seven leading into halftime.
1: Halftime is here. The Northwest Missouri State Bearcats lead the number 10 team in the nation, the Fort Hayes State Tigers, 32-25. to What a second half we are in store for here on X106. When we come back, we'll kind of wrap it up. Look at those first half stats. You're listening to Bearcat Women's Basketball on X106. It's time to dot the I in Ohio. It's time to war eagle. It's time to boomer sooner. And it's time to play like a champion today. It's time. For Tuesday Takeover, be sure to catch Nolan Brooks and your host, Austin McNorton, as they bring you all the latest news in the world of college football. Every Tuesday, 4 to 6, right here on KZLX 106.7,
9: The X.
1: Join us here on X106 for live broadcasts of Northwest Missouri State Bearcat home games. In the fall, catch Bearcat football and volleyball matchups. In the winter, tune in for Bearcat men's and women's basketball home games. And in the spring, turn your dial to KZLX for Bearcat baseball. Every season, live home games from the sports crew at X106 Sports.
3: Are you missing basketball season? Well, coming up this winter, your defending national champion men's basketball team and women's basketball team are back in action. You can catch every home game live on KZLX or listen live on the TuneIn app to keep up with the action. Make sure to follow us at X106 underscore sports for any updates throughout the semester before the season tips off at Faircat Arena.
7: Off of turn number four, two drivers run door-to-door, beating and banging, racing to get to the checkered flag that now it's Monday, and you've missed it. Every Monday, from 3 to 4, Jacob Blair and Trevor Mader will get you up to speed on everything in the racing world. Race analysis, results, current driver standings, and the biggest storylines in the world of NASCAR and IndyCar. Listen live on the TuneIn app. Every Monday, 3 to 4, on X106. Off of turn number 4, two drivers run door-to-door, beating and banging, racing to get to the checkered flag. Said now it's Monday, and you've missed it. Every Monday, from 3 to 4, Jacob Blair and Trevor Mader will get you up to speed on everything in the racing world. Race analysis, results, current driver standings, and the biggest storylines in the world of NASCAR and IndyCar. Listen live on the TuneIn app. Every Monday, 3 to 4, on X106.
8: If you like the X106 sports team, make sure to check out our podcast and Faircat Athletic Sports Updates. You can find those on iTunes, Spotify, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, and other podcast outlets. Even if you missed us live, we will always be there, one click away, in your pocket, or on your laptop. X106 Sports. The smell of popcorn,
3: the sound of the band playing, and the crunch of pads at your alma mater. There's nothing like it. From the powerhouse of Alabama to playing in Death Valley against LSU, we have it all here on Tuesday Takeover from 4 to 6 p.m. every Tuesday. Join your host Austin McNorton and me, Nolan Brooks, for your weekly update on the world of college football right here on KZLX LP Maryville.
1: Baseball fans, spring is slowly but surely approaching, which means it's time to tune into your Bearcat baseball team right here on the X106. Tune in to Northwest Missouri State Baseball as they look to head it back in the MIAA championship contention. Bearcat baseball, right here on the X106.
4: Do you like sports? No, I mean, do you really like sports? And Friday Take has you covered. Your one-stop shop for everything sports. From Bearcat events to the professionals, it will surely be a home run. Every Friday from noon to 1 with host Austin Hall and co-host Brandon Starlin. Only on KZLX 106.7 VX. Finds Rose. Rose trying to get open. Fires away!
2: Let's go, Maryville. It's Noah Cooper. Don't forget to check out Dropping Dimes on KZLX from 4 to 6 every single Thursday. And also, don't forget
5: to follow us on Twitter at Dropping underscore Dimes 1. It's your boy, Perry Randall III. We talk about all things in the NBA from the players that have been getting buckets to the players that need to sit on the bench. So stay tuned.
6: Hi, day-to-day picks. I need your help. Will the Chiefs win the AFC West for a fourth straight year? Will the Cowboys be relevant again? Who do I need to make sure I keep my eye on for fantasy football? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down there. Sam Stadmeyer,
5: Brady Archer, and I will answer all of this and more Thursday from 2 to 4 on day-to-day picks. Hosted by Andrew Botwinick, only on X106.
0: KZLX, the place for all Maryville spoofhound football home games. Live from the Hound Pound catch the five-time state champs in action, plus pre- and post-game here on X106. It's time to dot the I in Ohio. It's time to war
1: eagle. It's time to boomer sooner. And it's time to play like a champion today. It's time for Tuesday Takeover. Be sure to catch Nolan Brooks and your host, Austin McNorton, as they bring you all the latest news in the world of college football. Every Tuesday, 4 to 6, right here on KZLX 106.7, The X. Join us here on X106 for live broadcasts of Northwest Missouri State Bearcat home games. In the fall, catch Bearcat football and volleyball matchups. In the winter, tune in for Bearcat men's and women's basketball home games. And in the spring, turn your dial to KZLX for Bearcat baseball. Every season, live home games from the sports crew
3: at X106 Sports. Are you missing basketball season? Well, coming up this winter, your defending national champion men's basketball team and women's basketball team are back in action can catch every home game live on kzlx or listen live on the tune-in app to keep up with the action make sure to follow us at x106 underscore sports for any updates throughout the semester before the season tips off at Faircat arena
1: It's always a battle in the MIAA. So keep it locked right here on KZLX and don't miss the exciting action. Bearcat basketball on X106. Welcome back to Bearcat Arena. What an exciting first half of action here for the women's contest today as the number 10 team in the nation, the Tigers of Fort Hays State. Trail your Northwest Missouri State Bearcats 32 to 23 after Mallory McConkie buries a step-back three from the right wing at the buzzer of that second quarter. She finished with 11 points in that first half. And Noah Cooper getting in the starting lineup. What a performance for Northwest as a whole.
5: Yeah, that's been
2: huge. Um, you know, the, the the two guards out there, and Maori McConkie and, and Kylie Coleman, have both played outstanding basketball so far. Twenty-one points between those two. And then if you look at the um, if you look at the other three scorers for the Bearcats so far in this game, it's that forward trio that I said would need to score points before um before the game. I said if if these three uh, girls can really get going you might see this game be pretty close and so far nine points between those three if they get another nine points in the second half I can see this one definitely being close here in the second half and the
1: team defense has really kind of been the story for Northwest there in that first half I mean you look at it in the second quarter alone holding Fort Hay state to hit three field goals in that entire quarter the team in that first half shooting 32% from the floor and Noah the numbers don't lie for Northwest when headed into the locker room with the lead. They're seven one on the season, and you found another interesting stat about the point totals for Northwest this season.
2: Yeah, it, Northwest, if they hold their opponents under 50 points on the season, um, they're undefeated. They've never lost. Even in Austin Myers' career, he has never lost when he's held his uh, when he's held an opponent under 50 points. Right now, Fort Hayes State, a team that averages 77 points a game, only has 25 at the half. So on pace. To be at 50 or under here as um, we get going into the second half. But I think one of the biggest keys for Northwest is to just keep playing that same, you know, passionate defense that they were playing in the second quarter. Because in the first quarter, Jorge State had 17 points, like you said, only three field goals in that second quarter, only eight points. If Northwest can keep up that in the second half, I see, you know, a bright future for the Bearcats.
1: What a first half of action we have. And we look at the full point totals for. Each team will start first with the visiting number 10 team in the nation, the Tigers of Fort seat Leading the way for them, they kind of have a mixed amount of scoring, no one really standing out. It's Taylor Rolfs with seven, Kennett with six, Barbieri with four, Hobbs with five, and Randall with three. For Northwest, it's kind of been the McConkie and Coleman show today. It's McConkie with 11, Coleman with 10, Peyton Rao also adding six and two rebounds. Stillman with two and Slosher with three Now here's an interesting storyline I think we're definitely going to be looking at In this second half is the Personal fouls Noah These officiating crew have not Really played allowed players to play through the Contact there in that first half you're going to have to be really careful here in the third and fourth quarter.
2: Yeah, you know these, these officials are playing a tight, you know, game of basketball. You know, I, I I wouldn't say they're going over the top by any means, but they are calling quite a bit of fouls here. Um, you know, so you know, look for that in the second half. I think another big key to look for in the second half is. For Northwest to limit offensive rebounds from Fort Hayes State. They've had six offensive rebounds in the first half that have led to eight second chance points. That's going to be huge. Northwest has only had two second chance points and especially looking at Bell Barbieri two offensive rebounds seven rebounds in total so she's really holding it down in the paint um, for fort hayes state yeah barbie area six foot
1: forward out of abilene kansas using her length and that long wingspan of hers to corral the offensive rebounds and she's been able to put it back a couple of times but the foul trouble this is what we're going to be looking at throughout the second half and I'll, I'll break it down here first for the tires of fort hayes state so many players with a foul Reether with one bergman with one Mitty with two Randall with one, uh, Hobbs with two, and Wolf with one, and then eight in total for the Tigers. And then for Northwest, it's really going to be a problem as Green with two, Haggard with three, McConkie one, Schlosser one, Coleman two, Stillman one, and Rao one. So for Northwest Missouri State and Austin Meyer got to be careful. You've got to be concerned with Haggard and Coleman. your two leading scorers, two big impacts for your team typically. It's kind of been Mallory McConkie today, but we know what Jalen Haggard can bring, so look for her to make an impact and try and stay out of foul trouble.
2: Exactly. You know, fouls are going to be huge in the second half. We can't talk about that enough. Northwest has three players with two or more fouls right now, so that's definitely something we're going to need to watch for. A
1: great second half coming up here on X106. 2.20 to go before the third quarter gets underway. Your Northwest Missouri State Bearcats lead the number 10 team in the nation here at Bearcat Arena, 32-25 over the Tigers of Fort Hayes State. We'll be back on X106.
7: Off of turn number four, two drivers run door-to-door, beating and banging, racing to get to the checkered flag. Said now it's Monday, and you've missed it. Every Monday, from 3 to 4, Jacob Blair and Trevor Mater will get you up to speed on everything in the racing world. Race analysis, results, current driver standings, and the biggest storylines in the world of NASCAR and IndyCar. Listen live on the June and app. Every Monday, 3 to 4, on X106.
8: If you like the X-106 sports team, make sure to check out our podcast and Bearcat Athletic Sports Updates. You can find those on iTunes, Spotify, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, and other podcast outlets. Even if you missed us live, we will always be there one click away, in your pocket or on your laptop. X-106 sports.
3: The smell of popcorn, the sound of the band playing, and the crunch of pads at your alma mater. There's nothing like it. From the powerhouse of Alabama to playing in Death Valley against LSU, we have it all here on Tuesday Takeover from 4 to 6 p.m. every Tuesday. Join your host, Austin McNorton, and me, Nolan Brooks, for your weekly update on the world of college football, right here on KZLX LP Maryville.
1: Baseball fans, spring is slowly but surely approaching, which means it's time to tune into your Bearcat baseball team right here on the X 106. Tune into Northwest Missouri State Baseball as they look to head it back in the MIAA Championship contention. Bearcat Baseball right here on the X 106. It's always a battle in the MIAA, so keep it locked right here on KZLX and don't miss the exciting action. Bearcat basketball on X106. Back to Bearcat Arena here on X106, Austin B. Norton and Noah Cooper here with you for an exciting second half of action as Northwest Missouri State leads the number 10 Fort Hayes State Tigers 32 to 25. What a second half of action we have coming up for you here. Leading the way for the Bearcats is McConkey with 11. Starting five for the Bearcats all back out there. Same for the Tigers. Here is Barbieri, kicks it down to Kennett on the left block and she goes right around Kylie Coleman. A mismatch there underneath and Kennett gets the left hand layup to go. Already the Tigers finding a mismatch there offensively and exploiting it as Kennett has a serious size advantage over. Kylie Coleman got the layup to go and then on the other end Mia Stillman just loses the ball out of bounds for a turnover.
2: Not the start you want for Northwest, a quick basket and then a quick turnover on the other end.
1: Back to a five-point game, 32-27 with 9.30 here in the third quarter. Rolfs on the right wing, leads the way for the Tigers. Now over to Hobbs in the right corner, guarded tightly by Erica Schlosser. Hobbs takes the screen for Barbieri, tries to get it back up top to Rolfs and it's stripped away. Now here comes Kenna and she'll go around Coleman again, this time with the right hand. And it's back to a one-possession ball game, just like that. And
2: I know we're only a minute in, but so far you can tell there's a lot more urgency and a lot more aggressiveness out of the Tigers so far in this one as their first two
1: baskets have just been right at the cup. We'll see if the Bearcats try and switch on that matchup between Coleman and Kennett, as McConkie down on the other end gets the right-hand layup to go to push it back up to five. Here on the left wing is Rolfs. She'll drive in, and her layup is no good, but a foul will be called. We'll see who this one will go against for the Bearcats. It goes against Mia Silman. That's her second personal, the team first of the third quarter.
2: And we see once again, Austin, she took the high screen from the top of the key and just drove right into the paint. There was, there was, no, there was no Bearcats in her way until right at the end when she got fouled.
1: Definitely the aggression, definitely the intensity has picked up here in this third quarter for
5: the Tigers.
2: And I think you're gonna see that out of a top 10 team too. More, o- more often than not, you're you're gonna see them fight from behind. You know, and Northwest is just, just gonna have to deal with that and see if
1: they can overcome that here in the third quarter. Rolfs hits both to push the lead back to three for Northwest, 34 to 31. Here's McConkey now on the left over, a backdoor cut from Slosher and she loses it out of bounds. Not a great start here in the third quarter. A couple of turnovers for the Bearcats. And free throws and layups is all the Fort Hayes State is doing.
2: Yeah, and she got a little fancy with that pass, too. And that pass was passed right into a double team as well. And, you know, the Bearcats just couldn't hold on to it. It went out of bounds. You know, slow the game down now in the second half if you're the Bearcats now that you have this lead.
1: Now, Jana Green checks into the ball game to try and stop Casey Kinnon offensively for the Tigers. Here's Rolfs at the top of the key, takes a screen for Barbieri. Back out to Randall. now back to Barbieri. Hobbs will drive into the bucket and she will get fouled. We'll see who this is called on for Northwest as Jaden Hobbs will go to the free throw line for two and that one's on Erica Schlosser, her second personal. And two fouls here early in the third quarter already against Northwest. Allows Jaden Hobbs to try and hit two at the free throw line and she misses the first.
2: This is so different from the first half already. You can tell with Fort Hayes State, all four baskets have been taken within three feet of the cup, whereas in the first half, it was like all they were taking was long twos, contested threes, Um, totally the opposite so far in the second half.
1: Here's Schlosser taking it across the timeline for the Bearcats, right to left now here in this second half. Schlosser at the top of the key takes the screen from Ellie Horn and will fire a step-back three. It rattles out. Ellie Horn trying to get there for the offensive rebound, 10-0 as Casey Kennett got there first. Now here comes Kennett taking it across the timeline herself. Stops at the left wing, now hands it off to Jaden Hobbs. Hobbs looking for a screen from Barbieri, doesn't take it, she'll take it to the cup herself, but there was Ellie Horn to affect the shot and force a miss. Ellie Horn with that long wingspan of hers forces the mislay from Hobbs and corrals the rebound. Here's McConkie now for the Bearcats, Slosher. Now to Haggard at the top of the key. Haggard takes a screen from Ellie Horn and goes right. Now back up, top top to Slosher. Bearcats just being patient, swinging it around the perimeter. Now here's McConkey trying to go baseline. Nothing right now for McConkie. She'll have to fire a shot up with her right hand. It rims out, and a fight for the rebound is gathered by Barbieri. Now a three-on-three situation here for the Tigers. Hobbs goes right at Jalen Haggard, who cannot foul with her three personals. And just like that, it is a tie ball game, 34-all. Slosher on the left wing, guarded tightly by Ellie Horn. T- takes a screen, steps back to the top of the key. McConkie on the right wing, guarded really tightly by Casey Kinnett. Can't create any separation whatsoever. Back to McConkie in the right corner. Now Rolf's guarding McConkie. Back out to Slosher. She'll fire a three from the top of the key. It rattles out, no good. And there's Barbieri for yet another rebound for the Tigers. Now Fort A. State with the chance to take the lead here in the third quarter. Down low is Randall Her right hand layup no good. The fight for the rebound is gathered and a foul will be called against the Tigers on the reach around. I know we're
2: only four minutes in, Austin, but it seems like the script has been flipped already. 100%. First half, Northwest has great ball movement. They're taking it inside. They're taking a lot of wide open threes. Second half, you're seeing Fort Hayes State do that exact thing. And Northwest is doing exactly what Fort Hayes was doing in the first half. They're taking long contested twos, contested threes, you know, silly passes, you know, uncontested turnovers. We'll see if the Bearcats can limit those moving forward.
1: Haggard on the left wing gets it to McConkie at the free throw line. Had it poked away momentarily, but re corrals it back to Haggard now at the top of the key near the Bearcat logo. Twelve on the shot clock for Northwest. Haggard a long three. And no, you shake your head at that shot.
2: A prime example right there. That's three possessions in a row where they're taking a three early in the
1: shot clock from the top of the key three feet behind. And on the other end, the Tigers are getting to the free throw line as this time it's Casey Kennett driving baseline. She goes up at the right hand and she'll be fouled by McConkey. McConkey's second personal in the third team foul on Northwest already here in this third quarter. And now Casey Kennett has a chance to put the... Tigers back up on top of Northwest here in Maryville. And she does with her first free throw that doesn't hit anything but net.
2: And that's the first lead for the Tigers since early on in the second quarter. So Northwest went about 13 minutes or so with the lead, but they finally give it up here.
1: And just like that, the Tigers are back up by two. 36-34 with 5.45 to go here in the third quarter. Schlosser going right to left, takes it across the timeline, takes the screen to her left from Peyton Rao, now a backdoor cut from Jaina Green. That's the second time we've now seen the Bearcats pass into a double team, but somehow Jaina Green gets it to Rao for an easy layup. Don't tell me how that pass got through there as she passed it through a double team, but very quickly on the other end, Jaden Hobbs recognizes that Haggard can't foul, goes right at her and gets the layup to go. Look for the Tigers to exploit that through the remainder of the second half as now Peyton Rowell is fouled on the pass across the lane as, like I was saying, Haggard cannot foul so Hobbs is taking it right at her on back-to-back possessions for the layup. Look for Fort Hays State to certainly continue to exploit that. Now the inbounds pass goes to Kylie Coleman. She's left alone from the left wing. Her three is short and the offensive rebound looked to be controlled by Peyton Rao but it was stolen away by Kinnett and now a loose ball will be dove on by McC- by it looked like Jana Green, and the jump ball possession will stay with the Bearcats. Great effort play that time from Northwest.
2: It was, and Austin, we spent a lot of time at halftime talking about the foul trouble that the Bearcats were in. They had three players with two or more fouls, and we're seeing that you know come to fruition here in the second half by Fort Hayes State. They're going inside a lot because they know Northwest can't afford to play tight, aggressive defense when they go inside because they're going to get more fouls. They're going to have to force to sit more players.
1: So 5 one to go here in the third quarter. Inbounds goes to Haggard, and now to Slosher at the Bearcat logo, dribbling with her left hand, looking to get it to Coleman in the left corner. Instead, takes a screen for Peyton Rao. Skip pass. Jane Green will fire a three from the right corner. Doesn't hit anything, and a foul will be called on Peyton Rao, fighting for the offensive rebound. She went over the back of a Tiger, and now we'll have a timeout on the floor. 4.49 to go here in the third quarter. The Tigers have retaken the lead. They lead the Bearcats 38-36. You're listening to Bearcat Women's Basketball on X106.
4: Do you like sports? No. I mean, do you really like sports? And Friday Take has you covered. Your one-stop shop for everything sports. From Bearcat events to the professionals. It will surely be a home run. Every Friday from noon to 1 with host Austin Hall and co-host Brandon Starlin. Only on KZLX 106.7 VX. Finds Rose. Rose trying to get open. Fires away.
2: Let's go, Maryville. It's Noah Cooper. Don't forget to check out Dropping Dimes on KZLX from 4 to 6 every single Thursday. And also,
5: don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Dropping underscore Dimes 1. It's your boy, Perry Randall III. We talk about all things in the NBA from the players that begin buckets to the players that need to sit on the bench. So stay tuned.
1: Welcome back to Bearcat Arena here on X106. 4.49 to go here in the third quarter. Northwest Missouri State trailing the number ten team in the country, thirty-eight to thirty-six. Austin awesome. Norton, Noah Cooper here with you. And Noah, I think you said it best, the script has kind of been flipped as we saw that there in that first half, the Tigers taking tough mid range jumpers. Long threes. Now they're getting layups and free throws.
2: Yeah, and I said it's, it was important for Northwest to push the pace early to see if they can get that lead. They did exactly that. They got an eight-point lead early on in this one and had a seven-point lead into half. But then slow it down once you get that lead. Stop taking these you know, shots at the beginning of the possession so often. As, as we see right there, um, the ball will go back to Fort Hayes State. But if Northwest just limits these early three-pointers, contested three-pointers, I feel like
1: they'd have a lot more success this half. As Barbieri tried to get it down low to Hobbs, who threw it off of Kylie Coleman out of bounds. So it will be Tiger basketball with 18 on the shot clock, inbounding in front of, opposite of their bench. And here is Hobbs at the top of the key. Takes a screen from Barbieri, drives in against Peyton Rao, and a foul will be called underneath. And that will be Peyton Rao's third personal foul, and the fifth team foul against Northwest. Nelson, Jaden Hobbs to the free throw line. Another Tiger go. Having a chance to score points without the clock running. Now Ellie Horn will check back into Rao, who has three fouls. Right now, Noah, the Tigers know that the Bearcats cannot foul. They are in foul trouble, so all they are doing is taking it right into the paint and getting to the free throw line.
5: And
2: I don't think this half we've seen the Tigers take one shot that's outside of four feet from the
1: basket. That's our good recipes for success right there, as they were trailing by seven. At halftime, and now with 4:30 to go here in the third quarter, they lead 40 to 36. Here is Erica Schlosser on the left wing for the Bearcats. Takes a screen from Mia Stillman. Now out to Ellie Horn at the top of the key. Horn kicks it over to McConkey. McConkey tries to skip it to Kylie Coleman, but can't. Fight for the loose ball it is won by Taylor Wolf's for the Tigers. Here is Mitty at the top of the key. Gets it over to Barbieri, Download low to Rolse, against Coleman, gets the layup to go. Coleman can't foul either, she just has to keep her hands straight up, and Rolse gets the easy left hand layup to go.
2: Literally no one can foul on the Northwest team, as everyone that's seen minutes for the Bearcats has at least two fouls so far.
1: Stillman, have backdoor cut for Coleman, and one! Beautiful backdoor cut to, from Kylie Coleman, and she gets the and one shot to go, and a chance to cut it back to one possession at the free throw line.
2: And that's huge, Austin, because we saw Coleman's momentum from that first quarter give the Bearcats so much. She hasn't even scored since then, getting that to fall and one, getting the three the old-fashioned way. Saw the two threes early, we might see a three here
5: and you did you did that's
1: 100 I've jinxed it now you've jinxed the number six free throw shooting team in the country can you believe it 42 to 38 with 335 to go here in the first quarter Hobbs takes the screen for Barbieri and her mid-range jumper is good over the hands of Ellie Horn
2: and when you get so many shots to fall inside you get that much more confidence to be able to hit that step back 15 footer
1: Stillman trying to get it to Ellie Horn. Coleman's left alone for three and she buries it. My goodness, if you leave Kylie Coleman that open, she'll make you pay every time. That's a mistake,
2: Austin. That's that's like leaving
4: Steph Curry open. Exactly. And
1: And Kylie Coleman cuts the lead back to three. 44 41 with 3.05 to go in the third quarter. Here's Hobbs taking the ball screen from Barbieri. She goes around to the bucket. And right now, the Bearcats cannot figure out that simple ball screen at the top of the key. Barbieri is coming up from the free-throw line, setting a screen on whoever is guarding Jaden Hobbs, and Hobbs will take it all the way to the bucket. The previous possession, she hit the mid-range. This time she takes it to the glass, and she's going to the free-throw line yet again.
2: Yeah, I watch a lot of NBA basketball, and we see this all the time, a high pick-and-roll on nearly every possession, and that's basically what Fort Hayes State's been doing. And if it works,
1: exactly.
2: And if it works, you might as well stick with it.
1: And that pushes the lead back up to four, now potentially five, and it is from Jaden Hobbs, all at the free throw line here in this second half. And now Barbieri will take a breather for the Tigers, as her screens have been freeing up her teammates to push the lead back up to five. 2.55 to go here in the third quarter. Slosher at the top of the key, takes a screen from Mia Stillman. Now Coleman on the left wing. She just hit a three. She'll drive into the right hand lamp is good. No one from Fort Hayes expected that. They thought three all the way, and says she has the most open right hand layup you can think of.
2: She said, "You know what?
1: If no one else on the team can score, I'll do all the work myself." She's got
2: the Bearcats last seven points
1: right now. Casey Kennett now on the right wing, guarded really well by Jana Green. Now here is Randall, guarded by Stillman. Randall sets a screen for Kennett, now guarded by Stillman. Oh, Stillman blocks the three from Kennett. The rebound goes back to the Tigers. One on the shot clock. Doesn't hit anything. That gets the Bearcat fans on their feet with that defensive possession. And I think that's the loudest we've heard the Bearcats Absolutely. crowd all night. As they switch that ball screen to perfection, resulting in Stillman getting a block on the three. And now the Bearcats have an opportunity to tie the ball game here. 46-43, Fort Haines State. 2.05 to go in the third. Slosher at the top of the key. Trying to get it to McConkey but Hay State would not let her as they just held on to McConkey with two arms. And the official calls the foul. That's the fourth team foul against the Tigers and the third personal against Madison Mitty, the daughter of Jeff Mitty, head coach for the Kansas State women's basketball team. Schlosser into McConkey now at the top of the key. 18 on the shot clock for the Bearcats. McConkey takes it with the right hand, right at Mitty who can't foul. A step back jumper's no good. And that time, if you're McConkey, maybe not a wise shot to fall away as Mitty could not foul. Probably would have been wiser to just go right at her. And now the Bearcats making some noise in frustration on a uh, somehow an over-the-back foul is called on Mia Stillman. And no, I, I really don't know. I think Austin Meyer has a gripe there, certainly as he was talking to the official the whole way down the court. And this gives um, Allison McFerrin two free throws and a chance to push the lead back up to five. And she does. An unfortunate play there for the Bearcats with this officiating crew, certainly. But they've been calling the tight contest all afternoon long. They've stayed consistent. <laughs> Stillman over to Coleman in the left wing. She's hit a couple of threes there here in the second half. Jana Green out the top of the key. Fakes a screen from McConkey. now picks up her dribble, has nowhere to go with the basketball. Ten on the shot clock, here's McConkey back out to Stillman at the top of the key. Stillman drives, a skip over to Sloster. she'll have to fire a three, doesn't hit anything, and the rebound goes to the Tigers. Not a great possession there, and a great defensive possession for the Tigers to force a really long contested three from the Bearcats. Now here's Hobbs, guarded by Slosher. Hobbs looking to take a screen from Randall. Goes all the way around at Coleman. Offensive foul, Kylie Coleman. Kylie Coleman was not letting Jaden Hobbs get to the free throw line this time, and the Bearcats will be going the other way.
2: Yeah, and you can't overstate the importance of Kylie Coleman here in the second half, scoring the last seven points for the Bearcats, and then on defense as well, drawing that charge out there. you think if Coleman wasn't on the court right now for the Bearcats, just imagine how many points they, you know, inevitably could be down in this one, but she's meant so much keeping this game close here in
1: the third quarter. And Yet, Coleman checks out of the game with a minute seven to go in the third quarter. as hacked. Haggard comes back in for the Bearcats. Trailing the 48 State Tigers, the number 10 team in the country, 48-43 to 43 here. Slosher at the top of the key, steps back, thought about a three, looking to get it to Peyton Row, can't. Now over to Haggard on the right wing. Haggard will drive, steps back, thought about the mid-range, back out to Slosher. Slosher drives into the paint, tries to get it to Peyton Rao and turns it over. Now here comes Mitty for the Tigers. Has it poked away by McConkie but regathers it. Now back up top to Casey Kennett, guarded by Erica Slosher. About a 14-second difference between shot clock and game clock here, and the Tigers really just slowing it down, just holding it, is Barbieri at the top of the key. Now over to Mitty on the left wing. Takes the screen, steps back. Ball nearly stolen away by Stillman, and she got it to Randall. Now Kennett down low. Her shot no good. Fight for the rebound is off of a Bearcat, out of bounds. So there will be, it looks like, one second on the shot clock, So they will have to fire it in and get a shot quickly on this inbounds play. 15 seconds on the game clock, one on the shot clock. Bearcats trail 48-43. Inbounds play. They're looking to get it to Kinnett. They get it to, my goodness, what a play. They get it down low to Randall, and she gets the layup to go. I think
2: they might check to see if uh, she got that shot off in time,
1: Austin. If you are northwest, that is something you just cannot afford to have happen. Austin Meyer is very frustrated. You know all they're trying to do is get a quick layup. Yeah,
2: you got to think. There's only one second left. It's going to be hard to get a jumper off obviously it's possible but it's probably gonna be contested the number one thing they're gonna do is try to get it inside that's exactly what they did um, and the Bearcats frankly they just allowed him to go right up with that layup but obviously the officials are looking at it to see if it were was to count right now and it looks like they are giving the signal that the shot was good down there
1: and now what they'll probably end up doing is look at the clock as well see if it shouldn't be, indeed, be 12.1 is what they have it right now. They might end up adjusting that, increase it a little bit more. Who knows? That So many different factors that go into it is not just looking at whether the shot was good or not. they got to look at the clock, all those kind of certain things. But for Northwest, it's been a tough third quarter. You, you've kind of reverted back to settling for some shots. Tough guarded threes, tough guarded mid range. And for the Tigers of Fort Hayes State, it's been layups and free throws.
2: Yeah, basically, I, I think the Tigers so far, the entire second half, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Austin, but I think they've only taken one jumper this entire second half. They've That's gone correct. inside on nearly every single play.
1: Now the Bearcats struggling to get it inbounds. A full-court press being put on by Fort Hayes State. Here comes Haggard pushing the tempo. Five on the clock. Haggard is double teamed. She loses it. Gets it over to McConkie. McConkie drives baseline. A fall away jumper. It's good. Howdy McConkie does it again. A buzzer beating shot from McConkie is good. And the Bearcats are down by five. At the end of the third quarter, we are in for a great 10 minutes of basketball here at Bearcat Arena. Northwest Missouri State trails the number 10 team in the country, the Tigers of 48 State, 50 to 45. You're listening to Bearcat Women's Basketball on X 106.
6: Hello? Hi, Day-to-Day Picks. I need your help. Will the Chiefs win the AFC West for a fourth straight year? Will the Cowboys be relevant again? Who do I need to make sure I keep my eye on for
5: fantasy football? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down there. Sam Steinmeier, Brady Archer and I will answer all of this and more Thursday from 2 to 4 on Day-to-Day Picks, hosted by Andrew Botwinick, only on X106.
0: KZLX, the place for all Maryville spoofhound football home games. Live from the Hound Pound, catch the five-time state champs in action, plus pre- and post-game here on X106.
1: It's time to dot the I in Ohio. It's time to war eagle. It's time to boomer sooner. And it's time to play like a champion today. It's time for Tuesday Takeover. Be sure to catch Nolan Brooks and your host, Austin McNorton, as they bring you all the latest news in the world of college football. Every Tuesday, 4 to 6, right here on KZLX 106.7, The X. Ten minutes to go here from Bearcat Arena. What a game it's been. Austin Norton, Noah Cooper, the Fort Hayes State Tigers, number 10 team in the country, leading your Northwest Missouri State Bearcats 50 to 45. The Bearcats went into the halftime locker room with a seven-point lead. They now have a five-point deficit. The inbounds play on the first possession of the fourth quarter. Goes into Casey Kennett for the Tigers. Kennett handoff to Randall on the left wing. Back up top to Barbieri at the top of the key. Barbieri download a roll. And Rolf recognizing that Kylie Coleman can't foul. Goes right at her and the right-hand layup is good. Now Erica Schlosser going right to left. Takes it across the timeline up to Peyton Raul at the top of the key. Raul trying to get it to McConkey Does on the right wing. McConkey She'll go around Casey Kennett. And her right hand layup is short. And the rebound goes to Rolf underneath. Here comes Rolf taking it across the timeline herself. Now over to Randall. Down low to Kennett. And it's stripped away but then punched out of bounds by Peyton Raul. Austin Meyer... Arguing that that potentially went off of a Tiger. And the Bearcat Faithful was not happy about, <laughs> about who the was. It the looked to me like it was off of Peyton Rowell, I'll be honest. But close call there. Inbounds stays with the Tigers underneath their own basket. Looking to get it down to Rolf again against Coleman, but cannot. This time swings over to Randall. Now down to Barbieri against Peyton Rowell. Her right hand layup is no good. Really good interior defense that time from Peyton Rowell. And the Bearcats push it up quickly. Step back three from Haggard is long. A good look that time from Jalen Haggard. She just couldn't get it to go early in the shot clock. 52-45 is the Tiger lead over the Bearcats. Kennett goes around McConkey, but McConkie cuts her off nicely. Now Rolf is left alone for three from the right wing. It rattles out, and the rebound will be gathered by Casey Kennett underneath. And a foul will be called by Mallory McConkie.
2: I know she missed that three, Austin, but I think she traveled before she took that. She okay. caught the ball, she jumped, and then she shot the basketball. I, I think she traveled on it Fort Hay State's going to get the ball back, but I think that's a missed call right there from the refs.
1: Underneath are the Bearcats. Defending Randall in the short corner is McConkey. Randall gets it out to Barbieri on the right wing, looking to get it back to Randall. And it's stolen away by Peyton Rao, who saw it the whole way and stripped it in midair. Here comes McConkey pushing the tempo for the Bearcats. She slows it up now on the left wing, now drives into the paint. And a foul will be called before the shot. Uh, trying to see who was. Is- That one went against Belle Barbieri. That's her third personal on the team first for the Tigers of Fort Hay State. 8.21 to go here in the fourth quarter. Inbounds goes to Peyton Rowe underneath and a foul before the shot yet again this time on Fort Hay State. This one goes against Whitney Randall, her second personal. And checking into the game for the Tigers is Sydney Bergman. As they lead the Bearcats with 8.20 to go. 50 to 45. The Bearcats can't get it inbounds. They're trying to get it to McConkie over in the right corner, but it was swatted out of bounds by Kinnett. So now an awkward place for the Bearcats to inbounds as it's over in the far right corner. Not a lot of space to work with. And they just have to throw it. And it's poked away initially by the Tigers, but somehow regathered by Kylie Coleman, who looked to be fouled but no call by Jaden Hobbs, who will now go to the bucket. Her right-hand layup's no good, and the offensive rebound putback is good by Sydney Bergman. And boy, Austin Meyer is just infuriated with this officiating crew, and he should be. Looked like Kylie Coleman was absolutely shoved to the court. She lost the ball, which allowed Jaden Hobbs to go all the way to the bucket and the put back from Sydney Berman is good and just like that's a nine point
2: yeah I thought she was fouled to Austin obviously a lot of the Fort Hay State faithful right below us they thought she traveled either way um, there was no call from the refs Fort Hay State eventually came up with the basketball and scored it there and and slowly it looks like the game might be starting to slip away from the Bearcats they're down by nine here in the fourth quarter you know it's just hard after allowing 25 points in that third quarter for them to come back in this game, but still enough time left. Eight minutes, they're only down nine. There's still a lot of opportunities for the Bearcats to get some momentum and move forward here with eight minutes to what go. What
1: are some things for Northwest to try and get back into this game? What are some keys here in the final 8.05, trailing by nine?
2: I think just go back to what they were doing in the first half, that aggressive, fast ball movement. Like I, I said at one point in the first half, they were looking like the old San Antonio Spurs out there. They, they were, you know, flicking the ball around, going all across the court, you know, playing with some urgency, playing aggressive defense, getting it down low, taking wide-open threes, and, and we're seeing almost the complete opposite. They're just rushing things so, so much here in the second half, and if they go back to how they were playing in the first half, I can still see a scenario where they come back in this game and eventually can take the lead.
1: Both teams break the huddles. It will be Bearcat basketball bringing it up the length of the court trailing the number 10 team in the nation 15 and 3 are the Tigers of Fort Hayes State 54 to 45 here's Slosher on the right wing looking for a screen from Stillman but pulls it away now over to round now McConkey at the top of the key McConkey driving left has nowhere to go with it back up top to Stillman at the top of the key Bearcats trying to get it into Peyton Rao but the Tigers have looked to put on some sort of a 2-3 zone here now back to man. Slosher with five on the shot clock. We'll have to get it to McConkie to force up something, it doesn't hit anything. Really tough possession there for the Bearcats coming out of the timeout. Has to force the shot clock. Buzzer beater attempt up, and then give up a layup on the other yeah, end. Yeah, poor transition defense
2: right there. Um, you know, really not much else to say right there. Just the Bearcats didn't give a whole lot of
1: effort there um, running back on defense. Now McConkey. Gets it down low to Peyton Rao on the left block. This is where she likes to work. She'll go up with the right hand, and one, Peyton Rao. And she gets the ball on that left block. She can be very effective. Normally dominant with her left hand. This time she goes over her left shoulder with her right hand, and now she has a chance to convert the old-fashioned three-point play at the free throw line. To try and cut the lead back down to eight. 56-47 with 7.14 to go here in the fourth quarter. Rao two quick dribbles, and the shot is rattled in. And now an official's timeout as the scoreboard went off momentarily, which will allow essentially kind of a free timeout here for both teams. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Bearcat Women's Basketball on X106. Join us here on X-106 for live broadcasts of Northwest Missouri State Bearcat home games. In the fall, catch Bearcat football and volleyball matchups. In the winter, tune in for Bearcat men's and women's basketball home games. And in the spring, turn your dial to KZLX for Bearcat baseball. Every season, live home games from the sports crew at X-106 Sports. Just a quick flip of the switch there here at Bearcat Arena. Awesome, and you know, Noah Cooper here with you for the final 7:14, as the number 10 team in the country, the Tigers of Fort Hayes State, lead the Bearcats 56-48 here in the women's action on X106. Andrew Botwinick and Logan Weber will be here on the men's call coming up on X106 for the number two team in the nation. Northwest versus the Tigers of Fort Hayes State as well in the doubleheader action in front of what is a packed crowd, excuse me, here at Bearcat Arena. And here come the Tigers. Real issue right now with a. I think a shot clock issue. The shot clock is starting to malfunction now here at Bearcat Arena. They just can't seem to get the scoreboard figured out here. As. It didn't start initially when the Tigers took possession. The official said three seconds ran off, and now they add off another one second of the clock as it didn't start when the ball got inbounded, really bringing this game to a standstill in what has been really fast-paced back-and-forth basketball.
2: Yeah, and you know, for the Bearcats, that's something you, just, you frankly you just don't like to see because they got that three-point play. They got a little bit of momentum <laughs> exactly. starting to act like, you know, maybe they could scratch back into this game. And then the game slows down. We're having a couple minutes off to worry about the scoreboard. And, you know, that's just something you don't like to see.
1: And now I think we are ready to go. 7 7 is on the game clock. They take off seven seconds of the shot clock. And there we go. Here come the Tigers with Hobbs on the right wing. She'll drive left and hand it off to Kennett at the top of the key, guarded by Jana Green. Jana Green's played pretty solid defense against the second team... MIAA member last season, and now right when I say that, Jaina Green will be called for a blocking foul. Much to Austin Myers disdain. 6.51 to go, and that's a third personal on Jaina Green, and she'll have to immediately check out of the ballgame for Peyton Rao. 56-48 is our score. 20 put back on the shot clock. Here's Kennett at the top of the key, guarded by McConkie now. Kennett takes a screen, from, uh, it looked like that was McFerrin, and then it was kicked down low to Jaden Hobbs, who was left alone for the right-hand layup to push the lead back up to double digits. Now, Slosher left alone from the top of the key. Her step-back three is short, and the rebound goes to Rolfs. A really good look that time for America Slosher. She just couldn't hit it. Now here comes Hobbs, all the way to the bucket with the left hand, no good. A fight for the rebound, and a foul will be called on the over the back. Probably a correct call there as Whitney Randall came flying in out of nowhere, jumping over the back of Peyton Rao. And she will get the foul called. And that's the fourth team foul going against Fort Hay State here in this fourth quarter. So one more, and the Bearcats will be shooting much-needed free throws. The number 16 in the nation is the free throw line. They can start to shoot free throws. They can certainly crawl back into this. McConkie, a turnaround jumper, is no good and a fight for the offensive rebound goes off the hands of Rao into the hand of Rolfe.
2: McConkie made one of those fadeaway jumpers in the first half but she hasn't had a whole lot of luck on those here in the Hobbs second half left
1: so left alone from the right corner. It's no good. And the rebound goes to Jaina Green. Now over to Kylie Coleman who checked back into the ballgame for the Bearcats. Stillman on the left wing. Hands it over to McConkey, who drives right. The lob pass trying to get it to Peyton Rao and it's a turnover. And now for the Bearcats. Surprising they're not trying to draw some more contact to get to the free throw line as the Tigers are perfectly content letting this clock continue to run. Here's Kennett now on the right wing, guarded by Mia Stillman. Takes it back out with her left hand. Now crosses over back to her right. Over to Hobbs now at the free throw line. Hobbs, a turnaround move. Loses it, and it's stolen away by Mia Stillman. Here comes Stillman now getting over to Jalen Haggard for the Bearcats. Haggard at the top of the key. Steps back and goes around Kennett Haggard. She gets to the free throw line, drawing and the there, foul. And there's there you that go. aggressiveness you're talking about, Austin. And that'll put Jalen Haggard at the free throw line for two, and that's the second personal going against Casey Kennett, the senior out of Olathe, Kansas, second team All-MIAA last season. Haggard two and the free throw line, Jalen Haggard shoots 93% from the free throw line this season. So it would take a a real miracle for me to try and jinx her on this one. (laughs) And she does not miss very often, and she buries them both.
2: I think a surprising stat here from from Northwest that I, I didn't even notice until now is that's that's only the seventh free throw they've taken all game, so that just shows that the aggressiveness is really lacked here in the second half.
1: Now the Bearcats will be shooting free throws throughout the remainder of this. 4:55 to go, trailing 58 to 50 to the number 10 team in the country, and now a backdoor cut from Rolfs. She's left alone, and the right-hand layup is good.
2: And that, that was just, you know, miscommunication from the Bearcats right there. They just, you know, two girls were guarding the same girl. They didn't have an idea that one
1: girl was cutting back door. Here comes McConkey, kicks it out to Stillman, who will drive baseline. Back to McConkey. McConkey will drive baseline. She'll go up with the right hand, and the layup won't go. Stillman with the putback. Her crush out, Peyton Rao, who just checked back in for Mia Stillman. And her left-hand layup putback is good. And it's back to an eight-point game. Austin Meyer trying to get the crowd fired up. Here is Randall guarded by Rao. Now back up top to Kennett. Over to Hobbs on the right wing. Guarded by Jalen Haggard. Hobbs trying to find somebody. And gets it over to Rolls at the top of the key. rolls guarded by McConkey. Going right at McConkie, now double teamed by Rao, and a travel. Great second help by Peyton Rao, and a timeout on the floor. Media timeout, 3-58 to go here in the ballgame. The Bearcats trail the number 10 team in the nation, 60-52. to We're in for a good one. Stay tuned on X106.
3: Are you missing basketball season? Well, coming up this winter, your defending national champion men's basketball team and women's basketball team are back in action. You can catch every home game live on kzlx or listen live on the TuneIn in app to keep up with the action make sure to follow us at x106 underscore sports for any updates throughout the semester before the season tips off at faircat arena
8: If you like the X-106 sports team, make sure to check out our podcast and Faircat Athletic Sports Updates. You can find those on iTunes, Spotify, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, and other podcast outlets. Even if you missed us live, we will always be there one click away in your pocket or on your laptop. X-106 sports. The smell of popcorn, the
3: sound of the band playing, and the crunch of pads at your alma mater. There's nothing like it. From the powerhouse of Alabama to playing in Death Valley against LSU, we have it all here on Tuesday Takeover from 4 to 6 p.m. every Tuesday. Join your host, Austin McNorton, and me, Nolan Brooks, for your weekly update on the world of college football, right here on KZLX LP Maryville. 3.58
1: 3.58 remaining here in this contest and on the campus of Northwest Missouri State University. Austin McNorton and Noah Cooper here with you as the Bearcats trail the Tigers of Fort Hay State, 60 to 52. Here's Haggard on the left wing, back up top to Peyton Rao. Coleman thought about a three from the right wing. Now she'll step back, trying to get it to somebody and it's poked away and regathered by Jalen Hager. 10 on the shot clock for the Bearcats, back over to McConkie. McConkie on the right elbow, she'll drive into the paint, kicks out. Haggard's for three, it's off target, and the loose ball rebound is corralled by the Tigers. A good look at time from Jalen Haggard. She just misjudged it, and now a wide open three on the other end from 4A State is no good, and a rebounding foul will be called against the Tigers. Wait a minute. He said it. The official had it against. Yeah, the I was Tigers to, initially. It didn't look like it, it was. It
2: looked like McConkey was going over the back. It didn't look like anything on the other way around. Um, Rolf was pretty confused <laughs> with, with that call, but, but they made
1: up for it. So it will be Tiger basketball underneath their own basket with 20 on the shot clock, 3:18 to go here in the ball game, and a five-second call will be. Called. It looked like Jaden Hobbs may have gotten a timeout, but the official had the five seconds before the timeout. A big turnover there from Fort a State.
2: Yeah, in my opinion, she called for a timeout like two seconds in advance, but you know, I can literally see her lips moving, but but whatever. I'll slide.
1: <laughs> Inbounds goes to Jana Green on the full-court press for the Tigers. Now broken by McConkey going right to left. McConkey stops at the free-throw line, now goes to the right block. Double team. She goes baseline. Over to Rao. Left alone. Peyton Rao buries it. It's a six-point game with three minutes to go. Now the Bearcat fans starting to make some noise here defensively at Bearcat Arena. Hobbs walks it across the timeline left to right. Looking to take as much time off the clock on this possession as possible. Here's Barbie Area at the top of the key. Guarded by Peyton Rao. Now over to Randall on the left wing. Over to Bennett. And the ball is... A blocking foul will be called underneath against Erica Slosher. Slosher came in the backside help, looking to get the steal, and that's her third personal, only the fourth team foul for Northwest. So not in the bonus yet are the Tigers. So it will be an inbounds play underneath their own basket with 20 seconds put back on the shot clock. 4-4. A State. This time, no five-second calls. They get it in. And to Kenneth it back to Hobbs. Hobbs mid-range jumper's no good, but there's Bell-Barbie area. Huge offensive rebound and a brand new 30 seconds. And Northwest
2: needs a stop here as they're almost running out of time. Only two minutes to go.
1: Here comes Jaden Hobbs to the bucket. Layup no good. Foul called. And that one goes against Mallory McConkie. That's her fifth personal big loss there for Northwest. 221 to go here in the ballgame. Bearcats trail 60 to 54, and Jaden Hobbs, the transfer from Oklahoma State, has an opportunity now to put the Tigers up by eight. Multiple substitutions being made by both teams there. Kind of an offense for defense for both teams prospectively. Hobbs buries the first of two, 61-54, 221 to go here in the ballgame for Bearcat Arena. A great crowd in attendance, as to be expected, especially for the number two team in the nation getting set to come up on X106. Slosher jogs it across the timeline herself, stops at the top of the key, takes the screen from Jane Green over to Coleman. She thought about a three from the left corner, now she'll drive baseline, kicks it back out to Slosher. Bearcats have to look for something quick and they are not. Haggard on the right wing. 12 on the shot clock. They get it down to Peyton Rao who's doubled. Rao goes up through the contact and she'll go to the free throw line for two. That's a a possession I think right there for Fort Hay State. You're perfectly okay with Bearcats take off 20 seconds of the clock before getting to the free throw line for two.
2: And these are some very big free throws right now for the Bearcats as well. Peyton
1: Rao shoots 74% from the free throw line this season. She hit the and one opportunity just a little bit ago and she buries the first of two to cut the lead back to seven. The Bearcats led at the first half by seven. and Now have a chance to cut the lead down to two possessions right here and they do, <laughs> thanks to Peyton Rowe burying both. And now Peyton Rao will check out of the game as Zoe Hayward a defensive minded player off the bench for the Bearcats checks into the ball game. As Fort Hay State looking to take all 30 seconds off the clock if possible and trying to score, and they instead get a wide open layup opportunity, and it will be a foul called on Erica Schlosser underneath.
2: And Schlosser isn't happy about that either. She thought she was straight up on that play.
1: And so that will put Sydney Bergman at the free throw line. She shoots 65% from the line this season. So not automatic as Rao will check back in for Hayward and Mitty will check back in for the Tigers replacing Rolfs. Two huge free throws right here for Sydney Bergman. She buries the first one like it's not even a challenge. To push the lead back up to seven. A minute 48 to go here in the fourth quarter. And the second one rattles in somehow. It stayed on the rim for about three seconds before falling in. As now the Bearcats trail by eight. 64-56. A minute 44 to go in the game. Bearcats have to score quickly. Here's Schlosser. Steps back around the three-point line on the left wing. Nothing right now for Northwest offensively. Can't find anyone open. Finally skips it over to Jana Green in the right corner. Back to Schlosser on the left wing. Three on the way is buried. A must, and I mean an absolute must needed three right there for the Bearcats to cut the lead back to five. A minute 27 to go here from Bearcat Arena. Northwest trailing the number 10 team in the nation, 64-59. You're listening to Bearcat Women's Basketball. We'll be back in 30 seconds on X106. It's always a battle in the MIAA, so keep it locked right here on KZLX and don't miss the exciting action. Bearcat basketball on X106. Baseball fans, spring is slowly but surely approaching, which means it's time to tune into your Bearcat baseball team right here on the X106. Tune in to Northwest Missouri State baseball as they look to head it back into MiAA championship contention. Bearcat baseball, right here on the X106.
9: One
1: twenty-five to go here from Bearcat Arena in a five-point ball game. Fort Hayes State leading Northwest 64-59. Austin awesome, you Norton, know, Noah Cooper, here with you. At the top of the key is Randall. Over to Kennen on the left wing. Guarded tightly by Zoe Hayward now. Back up to Barbieri at the top of the key. Now over to, and a foul will be called underneath. Unbelievable, as it looked like Jaden Hobbs trying to get it down low. Looking to get it down to, I believe it was Kennen underneath. Zoe Hayward poked the ball away. It looked like pretty clean, but a foul will be called. And that's big because that will put Casey Kennett at the line for two. Kennett, a 73% free throw shooter this season, has an opportunity to increase the lead here for the Tigers. She makes the first of two to push the lead back up to six. A minute six to go, and she buries them both. That's a big call right there going against Northwest. And here comes Erica Slosher pushing the tempo for the Bearcats. Now Coleman takes it across the timeline, right to left. Coleman crosses over to her left hand. A pass down low to Peyton Rao is stolen away. Austin Meyer puts both hands on his head, asking why. Now Kennett gets it over to Hobbs, looking to just kind of run some clock now are the Tigers, and Hobbs will be fouled by Erica Slosher. Austin Meyer clasps his hands in frustration, and that will probably do it unfortunate you get a foul called on one end and then turn it over on the other and Erica Slosher will foul out of the game two players for Northwest fouling out of the game Slosher and McConkey.
2: we talked about it at halftime Austin and you know as we saw throughout the second half it really turned out to be even a bigger deal than I thought it would be is that foul trouble they had two players foul out right now Three more players for the Bearcats have three or more fouls that haven't even fouled out yet. Every player that's played a minute has had more than two fouls. So it's just shown that the fouls that the Bearcats have racked up um, really were their demise by the end of it.
1: And the first free throw by Jaden Hobbs. The transfer from Oklahoma State gets both of them to go. Push lead back up to 10 just like that. A 5-0 run by the Tigers. Here comes Jalen Haggard all the way to the bucket. Her right hand layup's no good. Rebound goes to Casey Kinnett for the Tigers. Now the Bearcats putting a little bit of pressure up on Fort Hayes State, but they get it across the timeline over to Madison Mitty. And a timeout will be taken by Tony Hobson. Looking to improve his team to 16 and three on the season. Much needed win here today after falling in St. Joe on Thursday night to the Griffins. Now looking to head back home for a couple of contests and remain to continue in this MIAA conference. It's a game, it's a conference in the MIAA where the top six teams are all separated by about one game, though. It's unbelievable.
2: Yeah, and it'll be a tough game next game for Foray State as they have Nebraska Kearney coming up, a team that the Northwest women just lost to by over 20 points on Thursday, and and that's what Foray State has to look forward to in their next home contest. Obviously, we have talked about, though, Foray State this
1: season undefeated at home, so that should be a good one coming up. They play well in front of their Tiger faithful. Is now with 27 seconds left on the clock. We'll see if Northwest even tries to foul, and they will, which will put Casey Kennett at the free throw line for two more. Kennett having herself a good game. The senior out of Olathe, Kansas, she a season ago was second team all MIAA. And so far in this game, she has a, 14 points. Hobbs is leading the way with 22. Kinnett is 8 for 8, now 10 for 10 at the free throw line today. As she pushes the lead back up to 11. Back to double digits for the Tigers. As Zoe Hayward takes it into the paint. Her layup attempt is no good. And now the Bearcats will stop fouling, it looks like, and just walk up the court as now Casey Kinnett has it, and will just dribble out the remainder of the clock. What a game it was, though, for Austin Meyer and his Bearcat team in front of their home crowd here at Bearcat Arena, taking the number 10 team in the nation down to the wire, but they will fall to the Tigers of Fort Hays State. 70 to 59 is our final score, and we will be back to wrap it all up here from Bearcat Arena. The Bearcats fall to eight and 10 on the season, The Tigers move on to 16-3. and We'll be back to wrap it all up here on X106.
4: Do you like sports? No. I mean, do you really like sports? And Friday Take has you covered. Your one-stop shop for everything sports. From Bearcat events to the professionals, it will surely be a home run. Every Friday from noon to 1, With host Austin Hall and co host Brandon Starlin, only on KZLX 106.7 VX. Finds Rose. Rose trying to get open,
5: fires away.
2: Let's go, Maryville? It's Noah Cooper. Don't forget to check out Dropping Dimes on KZLX from 4 to 6 every single Thursday. And also, don't forget to follow
5: us on Twitter at Dropping underscore Dimes 1. It's your boy, Perry Randall III. We talk about all things in the NBA from the players that begin buckets to the players that need to sit on the bench. So stay tuned.
6: Hi, day-to-day picks. I need your help. Will the Chiefs win the AFC West for a fourth straight year? Will the Cowboys be relevant again? Who do I need to make sure I keep my eye on for fantasy football? Whoa, 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 slow down there. Sam Steinmeier, Brady
5: Archer, and I will answer all of this and more Thursday from 2 to 4 on Day-to-Day Picks, hosted by Andrew Botwinick, only on X106.
0: KZLX, the place for all Maryville spoofhound football home games, live from the Hound Pound catch the five-time state champs in action, plus pre- and post-game here on X106.
1: It's time to dot the I in Ohio. It's time to war eagle. It's time to boomer sooner. And it's time to play like a champion today. It's time for Tuesday Takeover. Be sure to catch Nolan Brooks and your host, Austin McNorton, as they bring you all the latest news in the world of college football. Every Tuesday, 4 to 6, right here on KZLX 106.7,
9: The X.
1: Join us here on X-106 for live broadcasts of Northwest Missouri State Bearcat home games. In the fall, catch Bearcat football and volleyball matchups. In the winter, tune in for Bearcat men's and women's basketball home games. And in the spring, turn your dial to KZLX
3: for Bearcat baseball. Every season, live home games from the sports crew at X-106
4: Sports.
3: Are you missing basketball season? Well, coming up this winter, your defending national champion men's basketball team and women's basketball team are back in action. You can catch every home game live on KZLX or listen live on the TuneIn app to keep up with the action. Make sure to follow us at X106 underscore sports for any updates throughout the semester before the season tips off at Bearcat Arena.
7: Off of turn number four, two drivers run door-to-door, beating and banging, racing to get to the checkered flag. said now it's Monday, and you've missed it. Every Monday, from three to four, Jacob Blair and Trevor Mader will get you up to speed on everything in the racing world. Race analysis, results, current driver standings, and the biggest storylines in the world of NASCAR and IndyCar. Listen live on the TuneIn app. Every Monday, three to four, on X106.
1: It's always a battle in the MIAA, so keep it locked right here on KZLX, and don't miss the exciting action. Bearcat Basketball on X106. Final score here from Bearcat Arena in the wins contest today. The first of uh, two games of the men's action coming up here on X106 with Andrew Bobnick and Logan Weber, Ross McNorton and Noah Cooper. What a game it was. Really, to be quite honest, a lot better than what we expected. The number 10 team in the country for A-State, 15-3 on the season were taken all the way to the final two minutes of the game there. They pull out, thanks to free throws at the end. It was not a double-digit win. They end up winning by 11, 70-59. But really, when you look at that game, it was about a five or a six-point game. The free throws kind of push it to that mark there at the end but what a performance today by the Lady Bearcats for sure.
2: Yeah, it, it, it was for sure, Austin, and and you mentioned free throws, and that's one thing kind of after the game that, you know, looking more into a little bit, there was a big discrepancy on the free throw side of things. Fort Hay State shot 31 free throws to the Bearcats' 10. Anytime a team is gonna shoot 21 more free throws than you, there's a good chance that they're probably gonna come out with a victory.
1: Absolutely, the, look at the final stats here from the ball game. Three players fig- finished in double figures for the Tigers. 22 for Jay Knobs the transfer from Oklahoma State. 16 for Casey Kennett, the second team all-MIAA member a season ago. And 15 for Taylor Rolfs, shooting 6 for 10 from the floor. She finished with 15 and one assist. For the Bearcats leading the way, two players, each with 17. Peyton Rowe finished with 17. Coleman with 17 as well, and McConkie finished with 15 and four. And really you look at then some of the team statistics here for Northwest, the Bearcats shot 40% from the floor as did the Tigers 40%. In that second half though, it was primarily the third quarter that was the problem today for the Bearcats. Normally throughout the season today, or throughout the season for the Bearcats women's basketball team, it's been that first quarter that's kind of been the issue after one, they were only trailing 16 to 15. There was a the third quarter where the Bearcats got outscored 25 to 13 in that quarter. Where in that quarter the Tigers shot 58 percent from the floor, and more importantly, they shot 11 for 12 from the free throw line yeah. in that quarter alone. Yeah,
2: Austin, that quarter was huge. Not only did they shoot more free throws that quarter than the Bearcats did throughout the entire game, but they also scored 25 points, which amounted to the same amount of points they had in that first half. So obviously the defensive aggressiveness was lacking there in the second half, but especially in that third It
1: was kind of a tale of two halves there for the Bearcats. I mean, we saw in the first half the Bearcats were the aggressor. They were taking it to the paint. They were getting to the free throw line. They were getting good looks, forcing the Tigers to shoot tough mid-range shots, long threes, um, shot clock, buzzer beaters. Then, once we saw the third quarter get started, just like that, Fort Hayes State comes out of the locker room. And no, I think you said it best, they only took once in the first. In the first five minutes of that third quarter, they only took one shot outside of the paint.
2: And I want to say that whole second half, they only took like five shots outside. Maybe not even five. They literally hardly ever took a shot outside the paint. And when you're shooting shots that close to the basket, obviously we said multiple times that high pick and roll was really working to their advantage. Um, You know, it turned out to be very,
1: very productive for Fort Hayes State in that second half. An incredible game, an incredible performance by Austin Meyer. Now, I I know it's not the result you wanted, but when you take a team that's that talented, that has performed this well all season, what are some kind of things that you can build upon headed into an hour road trip?
2: I think just, you know, a lot of the things they did in that first half, you know, if they can really pinpoint what worked out so well for them in that first half and then and then keep doing that moving forward and eliminate the mistakes they were making in the second half, I think that's huge. Going inside especially was one of the biggest keys to the reason the, the Bearcats fell short in this one. You know, I mentioned it earlier, I'll mention it again. Only 10 free throws in the entire game compared to 31 for Fort Hay State. So Fort Hay State obviously did turn out to be the more aggressive team.
1: Yeah, we looked at it. No, you're right. They only hit one shot outside of the uh, inside of the paint there. And an incredible performance. And now we have Kylie Coleman getting ready to sit down with us. And we will take a break here on X106. We'll be back in 60 seconds for that
8: interview. If you like the X106 Sports team, make sure to check out our podcast and Bearcat Athletic Sports updates. You can find those on iTunes, Spotify, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, and other podcast outlets. Even if you missed us live, we will always be there, one click away, in your pocket or on your laptop. X106 Sports.
1: Always a battle in the MIAA, so keep it locked right here on KZLX and don't miss the exciting action. Bearcat Basketball on X106. Back here at Bearcat Arena, Austin Norton Noah Cooper, and now joined by Kylie Coleman for a post-game interview. What a performance. I know it may not have been the result you wanted, but taking the number 10 team in the country really down to the wire there to the two minutes, just what was kind of the feeling in the locker room?
10: Um, we have not come out very well lately so just have that first half where we had that spark. I think that was huge for us just because we haven't had that pretty much all year so that's just been the focus this week and then we came out and it proved that we were up by half so I mean that was big for us so I don't know I think just doing that against the number 10 team is a big deal for us.
2: Is there anything specifically, obviously this outcome wasn't the outcome you were looking for, but there is, is there anything specifically you can pinpoint that worked well that you guys can improve on moving forward?
10: Yeah, I think we found the open person more often than we didn't, and we got Peyton the ball a lot. She had a lot of touches. She got to the foul line. She finished very well, and then we had good kickouts. I think we shot pretty well. I'm not sure what percentage it was, but it felt like we shot pretty well, so I think that just helped a lot.
1: And something we've seen throughout the course of this season has really been the turnaround. You guys have got a young team, and we're starting to see just how well you guys are performing, mostly on the defensive end, and that was certainly the case today. You finished with 17. Peyton finished with 17 as well, and just like Kind of like what's been the like key focus throughout the season, whether no, that's in practice, whether that's just kind of been what Austin's been teaching you guys because you're a young team. But man, look what you just did today.
10: Yeah, what we focus on more than anything is defense, for sure. And I feel like when we play good defense, it translates to our offense, and that showed the, like in the first half for sure. So that's our main focus. And then we've obviously been struggling on offense, but. Today I think we took a big step. We lost, and that's not what we wanted to do. But I still feel like there's things that we can look back on and be like, wow, we did improve in this. So that's
1: absolutely. Neat. And one final question I know I have for you: We asked Luke Waters, we asked Trevor Hudgens, Chiefs or 49ers?
10: Chiefs, 100%. <laughs> absolutely.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Kylie. Really good game today. Bearcats fall here against the number 10 team in the nation, the 48 State Tires. We'll be back to wrap it all up. Thank you, Kylie, for joining us. Thank
10: you.
3: The smell of popcorn, the sound of the band playing, and the crunch of pads at your alma mater. There's nothing like it. From the powerhouse of Alabama to playing in Death Valley against LSU, we have it all here on Tuesday Takeover from 4 to 6 p.m. every Tuesday. Join your host, Austin McNorton, and me, Nolan Brooks, for your weekly update on the world of college football right here on KZLX LP Maryville. It's always
1: a battle in the MIAA, so keep it locked right here on KZLX and don't miss the exciting action. Bearcat basketball on X106. Again, final score. The Bearcats fall on the season to 8-10 and 10 overall. The Tigers move on to 16-3 and three after defeating the Bearcats, 70-59. to 59. The score doesn't really tell the story of that game. It went all the way down to the wire. So, Noah, I'll ask you your final thoughts on today's contest.
2: Um, You know... You know, like we said so many times over and over again, you know, the, the Bearcats basically the script flip for what they did in the second half. They were being really aggressive, a lot of great ball movement, um, you know, getting a lot of wide open threes to fall in the second half. They were just rushing shots for the most part and not playing as tight a defense down low. I think one of the biggest reasons was because they got into so much foul trouble. They couldn't afford to play aggressive down low for the second half, and we really saw that be the Bearcats' Achilles' heel, heel moving forward. Absolutely.
1: Final score of the Bearcats' fall to the Tigers of Fort Hayes State, 70-59. to They head to Wichita, Kansas on Thursday to take on Newman on a road trip. The MIAA, there are no weeks off. Expect that. Stay tuned on KZLX. We've the men's actually coming out, the number two team in the nation, the Northwest Missouri State Bearcats taking on, yes, you guessed it correctly, the Tigers of Fort Hayes State. Ross Austin McNorton and Noah Cooper, this has been Bearcat Women's Basketball on X106.